access granted to classified data. Welcome to the full force. The team Warrant Officer Flint is about to assemble is no ordinary group of people. They are drawn from the world's best military sources, experts in their chosen fields. Combined, they form the most able set of specialists ever assembled. Their name... And now, you shall feel my wrath. Oh, I could get a real kick out of that. What the bloody fool blazes is going on? And now, you shall feel my wrath. Oh, I could get a real kick out of that. What the bloody fool blazes is going on? Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of The Full Force. It wouldn't be a show without my wonderful co-hosts, Eddie Needs a Spin-Off Inman and Dave Mrs. Palatoy Tree. <laughs> on this edition of the world <laughs> On this edition of the world's leading one figure a year in the FSS and some minimal content in the club comic knobcast. We have a little bit of news, courtesy of the industrious Justin Bell at General's Joe's. We are joined by the legend Gary Godso from What's On Joe Mind, the immensely talented Eric Aranya and Katrina Aranya from Boss Fight Studio, and the lovely Kate Kirkwood, famous for her incredible 12-inch scale custom of the Roboskull, as they come on to talk about the amazing rollout roll call convention that took place in London a few weeks back, and we have all the other usual segments for you guys to loll at until your trousers fall down. Full force. As always, you can keep up with the show after listening by following on Twitter at The Full Force, liking the Facebook page, facebook.com slash The Full Force, and if you would like to contact the show, you can write to us via email on thefullforce at allthecoolstuff.co.uk with feedback, questions, or to moan about exclusives, especially if you're a Transformers fan. You can view content regarding the show on www.thefullforce.com. So, boys, how the frickin' hell are we? Tired. <laughs> really, really tired. I'm surprised, Dave, because uh, it's not like you've done anything for the last couple of weeks. Well, at the point of recording, we just had Rollout Roll Call, which we'll come on to later. Gross. <laughs> but, like, last weekend was, like, Star Wars Celebration, which, again, was just, like, a uh, just phenomenal, but, like, phenomenally hard work. <laughs> it was mental, wasn't it? And my, my voice is going to be very croaky as a result of just repeating the same thing. Because he's been sucking over. Kermit off all night. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's like, you know, is this a resale or how much is that or what is this? And you, you just like a parrot. It was awesome though. I enjoyed it. It was, it was crazy. Cool. It was cool. Freaking in-demand toys enjoyed it. I can tell you that much. My goodness. It was non-freaking-stop. Well, Nick's like escaped to like another country, like the Cayman Islands or something, hasn't he? He like, got just, out of that. He, he, he just bagged all the money up and ran. <laughs> Mass is stuck in the shop boxing things up because he has to start making money all over again because Nick stole it and ran away. It's like Phil Collins and Buster, isn't it? <laughs> Buster Gonad, maybe. <laughs> yeah, they uh, they did a pretty immense weekend. It was kind of crazy. I've never known an opening day like that. That was a record breaker. And then Saturday was, like, so busy. And then Sunday. I've never known a Sunday like it. Usually on a Sunday at a convention, it's dead, isn't it? There's, like, half the people there, hardly anything going on, and nothing being sold. 
complete opposite. I think that that was the best. That Sunday beat most of their full-on weekends at places. It was nuts. People were just pretty much buying anything. Some of the <laughs> they sold, honestly, <laughs> to me. No, yeah, it was crazy. But fun. The show was amazing. I managed to get. In, I managed to get to do the um, virtual reality thing, the Tatooine oh. thing. My, oh, what was that like? Because I, I, everybody was telling me, and I went, I, the, 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 the scant few moments that I managed to like break away, and that's, and that's, you know, when I, I pop round and see you guys, yeah. was like literally the only time. So I'd, I'd make sure I just literally stretch my legs, do a loop, and that, and then that was like it. But like I walked past there and saw the queue, and I was just like, you know approximately sort of how long are we talking and they were saying oh no it's, it's a good sort of three hours odd, yeah 40 odd minute queue yeah and i was like damn it but like it sounded amazing it was insane it was insane thank thankfully and a big shout out to the carnekis andrew and fur they managed they got tickets for like a 10 a.m on the sunday kind of vr session and fur didn't want to do it because she gets motion sickness so they kind of said, "Do you want to do it?" And I was like, "Well, I'm not going to be doing anything else. I'm, it's not like I'm hel- it's not like I'm working at ID Toys." <laughs> so I was like, "Yeah, let's do that." So Andrew and I went over there, and we got to the we got to the kind of front. We walked to the front because obviously we had the tickets for the 10 a.m. thing, and it was literally as the doors had opened, and people came flooding in, like running to try and get into the front of the queue you know, fighting each other. It was nuts. And we're just standing there like, oh my goodness. Like it was in insane. We get in there, you get briefed, you get put uh, like you get put in a room on your own with with one other helper who just kind of like helps you out while you're in there. So so you don't kill yourself or walk into a wall or something. Brilliant. And the room is like a fairly decent sized room um for one person. Uh you put like a VR helmet on headphones and you have this controller in your hand uh everything's kind of wired up and you basically you put everything on and it it, it kind of beams you over to the to space and you, all around you is just space you've got a planet in front of you the millennium falcon flies over the top of your head like, what and then all of a sudden you're on tatooine the whole like you know um vr kind of situation changes and it's really really quality graphics it's like being in a really, really good computer game. So it's not obviously real life imagery or anything like that. It is literally CGI, but yeah. it is like breathtaking CGI. So wow. that's that. That was the first part that hit me, like how good everything looked. And I'm like, and I'm walking around it like, oh my god, this is freaking mental. It only takes about ten minutes as well, which is a shame because you kind of want it to keep going. So the Millennium Falcon, you, you can hear Han Solo in your headset, like talking to you as if you've got a radio mic with him. Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? And the Millennium Falcon comes to land on Tatooine. You see it in the distance, kind of getting closer and closer, and it lands literally on top of you. So you're just kind of like trying to, avo- you know, trying to avoid the um, the door opening or whatever you know is near you. And so it lands, and you're standing there, and you're like, okay, what now? A thing opens up, like a, something that breaks on the Millennium Falcon, so you have to fix it, and you have to pull it down with the controller. It's like, um, I don't know, some sort of element in the ship that kind of comes away from it. So you pull it down onto the ground, and you, and you have to turn lights off in a sequence. It's very basic, but it's like, it's, it, it's pretty... When you do that, are you actually grabbing hold of something? No, you're, you're, holding, you're holding the, the controller in your hand. You can't see your hands. All right. you can see is this controller floating in front of your head when you went like when you're in front of your face while you're 
you know, depending on where you're holding it. So uh, you don't you don't actually see your hands, you just see the controller. And then you use the controller to touch the different, you know, lights and stuff on the on this thing that you pull down. So you're gonna do you, you know, messing around with that kind of thing while Han Solo's telling you stuff and sparks are flying and you know, steam's kind of like coming out of nowhere and you kinda of think, Whoa, this is crazy. R two D two comes out and starts talking to you and you're like, Oh hello mate. Um, you fix the, the Millennium Falcon thing, you close that up, and then R two well actually while that was happening Two TIE fighters are flying around shooting at the Millennium Falcon. So you're kind of turning around and you're looking at them flying around and circling and all this kind of stuff. Because you can just you can move around as much as you like and look around as much as you like. And then they come back and start firing and, and hand just shoots them out of the sky, just like blows them up and you kind of like, oh, thank God for that. Then you turn back, you sort out the Millennium Falcon, close it. R2, then they say an Imperial shuttle's landing and loads of stormtroopers are getting out of it. And you're like, oh. So R2 then gives you a lightsaber, so you go to get it with the controller, and the controller turns into a lightsaber. And it's you press the button on the controller, and the and the lightsaber you know initiates, and you're just like, oh, the bed. So now you've got a lightsaber in front of you, and you can move it around. Obviously, you know it's where the controller is. And the stormtroopers, it's like Call of Duty, they're often like behind like rocks and, and all sorts of stuff and they're shooting at you. And you have to deflect their laser beams back at them to kill them. And it's like, it's not easy. It's not like you just, you just manage to hit it and it'll go back and hit, kill someone. You have to angle it and you have to like, almost like baseball bat it at them. You know what I mean? Like really kind of make sure you're getting the right angles and stuff. You took, it, and it, I think I hit like a couple quite early on, and then it was just like really difficult to try and get the rest of them. And I eventually got, what well, I think I got three in the end, and then the re there was about three or four more, and Han just shot them with the, you know, with the Millennium Falcon guns, and they just blew up, and I was like, oh, good, because I was getting a bit tired at that stage. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, how did Jedis do this? But it was insane. It was it was mental. And then once you do that, and you know, R2 goes back in the ship, they fly off and the credits start rolling and you're just like, I wanna keep doing that, that's amazing. But it was it was simply breathtaking and and apparently that's gonna be actually out very, very soon. I think in like a week's time, that actual format's gonna be pushed as well like that kind of vr in a room type kind of uh, format which actually could be freaking amazing if they can get the cost down oh i i just love the sound of that oh it was, it was unbelievable so cool i mean like the you know just doing battlefront in that format would be amazing oh, wouldn't it? could you imagine oh, you'd have to have like your entire gut you'd have to have like an unlimited space though wouldn't you, Do you know it, what it, I mean? it would be like some kind of travelator in the room you know a bit like that <laughs> uh um, the omnisphere well i was gonna say uh the virtual insanity uh <laughs> <Jamaica> <laughs> video <laughs> where like, the whole room's moving and it, it, the, they're pushing it but like it looks like he's you know the floor is moving yeah. around stuff like that but, <laughs> but beyond that sorry i'll just layer that sorry what 20 minutes later you're right eddie <laughs> <laughs> yeah sorry eddie but that he's was gone. honestly he'd love that he's totally Hello. gone <laughs> he was asleep the entire time What's no, on I, was saying, tonight, eddie? Uh, I was watching supernatural <laughs> <laughs> Not to be confused with Supernaturals, which is a website that Eddie tends to look at every now and again as well. Yeah, yeah.
<laughs> I was also looking at the website. Uh, whilst, uh, whilst breaking my bash hat in two. Good. But twixting it in twain. Yeah, yeah. I was actually pushing Twixes inside my bash hat. <laughs> Sounds fruity. But it was amazing, and I, I can't wait for that to be out there like as a thing. But yeah, that was um, Star Wars Celebration was insane. Like the whole show was was amazing. Like that massive Tie Fighter, the freaking Atat, yeah. the uh, you know Ray Speeder, the Speeder bike. They had loads of like cool full size things to kind of check out. Uh, the the Land Speeder as well. He's, the majority of all that is from one group of people as well. Yeah, it's like a Belgian uh, crew, isn't it? Yeah, the Bel- Belgian garrison who I had, I had the pleasure of meeting. Right back when we did our pilot episode, actually, because I Jeez. remember downloading that uh, in the hotel lobby to listen to on my phone, and it taking forever to download <laughs> because of the the, the Wi Fi strength uh, that they had. Yeah, but yeah, that that was right back when we started. All those years ago, <laughs> all those many moons. But no, the well, but how, the when we started this show. particular conversation, or we started <laughs> yeah. Al- the almost, almost it feels the same. Oh. Well, carry on, carry on. Supernatural, the adverts are over now. <laughs> we'll be right back after these messages. Eddie will tell us what he's been up to right after the adverts regain playing. But um, <laughs> no, it was it, it, it was insane, and and yeah, that 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 tie fight was just f-ing awesome. So big, man. yeah, loved it. So loved massive. It. I love massive things. Anyway, Eddie, how have you been, sir? <laughs> oh, hello. Hi. Eddie has also been doing things. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, unfortunately, I went back to work on Saturday night. Yeah, which sucks. Um, but I did get the privilege of, of seeing a lot of this stuff on Facebook, your enjoyment, which was a wonderful experience for me, watching <laughs> you like, enjoy yourselves at a Star Wars show. Whilst I was at work, um, that yeah, sucks, man. Yeah, did you try and get the time off for celebration, or did you just not want to do it? I had no chance whatsoever. I suppose after getting rollout roll call as well, right? Yeah, because uh, I took four days off, which means I had uh, twelve days off because I only worked four on four off. Yeah. So if I take another four, that would have been twenty days off. <laughs> and then I, then I start to take the and I get into taking the territory, which I have done before. But um, it's very awkward because other people are off as well, and I can't. Yeah. You know, it's, it's the summer months. It's no, that's a, fair enough, man. It's just a sucky situation. Yeah, yeah. It, it sucks on the ground that you're all enjoying yourselves, and yeah. If it's any <laughs> consolation, it was a yeah. lot of hard work. There was not. I mean, obviously, there was the being able to see everything, like going in the morning when it's like dead and no one's about. But honestly, for the day. We were non-stop until 7.30 because people weren't leaving when they were supposed to either. So like even when the the announcements come on, usually when the announcements come on and people start sweeping the, the room, everyone gets out if it's MCM, memorabilia, whatever. But at that show, no f- was moving. So Mark Hamill didn't help because he was on stage like all the time, just like telling stories and sh- like the end of the day. And it was it was kind of like, dude... You've got to go, otherwise these people are not going anywhere. And we, you know, we were like wanting to kind of leave and grab some food or whatever, but we weren't going to the toilet or eating from the moment we started in the morning to the moment we finished at half seven. It was nuts. Did you hear the hoo-ha about Mark Hamill? Because they kept, yeah, they kept pulling him off to like do, (laughs) (laughs) to do interviews and stuff like that. And he wasn't getting any of the signings done. 
and he didn't start right. on Sunday until three o'clock. Well, he was still signing when we were trying to get in the bloody event to pack up. Yeah, he didn't start signing till three o'clock, of which there was two hours left of the show. And Mark Hockley, who's a, a friend, you, 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 you'll recognise the chap. He, he normally has a stall at Farthest From. Yeah. He was ticket number 600 and something. Yeah, he's yeah. the guy that looks like me, right? No, that's Carl Dix. Oh, my bad. Uh, Mark Hockley is the uh, Robbie Williams impersonator. Oh, yes, yes. No, I know who you mean. I know who you mean. And, uh, like, genuinely. But, um, yeah, he was like, tickets, and he was just like, it's, it's just not, not going to happen. You know, and, and apparently there was every, everybody was getting massively off i'm not surprised because, get the money back or do they not have yeah, to pay for yeah, it yeah yeah you get your money back but like you know all these people have gone there to get the tickets and 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 they they've got them first thing in the morning and he's not even gone to sign anything by three o'clock because wow. they keep pulling him off for interviews and, <laughs> and doing all these other things and it, 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 apparently it was it was getting to be a real problem because they just weren't really paying attention to the amount of work that he was you know, already committed to, but then doing this, that, and t'other. Well, that sucks. But generally, it was a good show. Uh, it was fun. It was like it's. I, th- I think most people seem to enjoy themselves. And yeah, it was cool to see a lot of people that I would I didn't actually know were going. So I saw a lot of friends would like turn up and say hi, which was really cool. Big shout out to the Spanish contingent as well. Obviously, they're everywhere. <laughs> they literally get everything where. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's a great thing. Um, but it was great to see those guys, Pedro, Jose, Diego, any other kind of stereotypical Spanish names you can think of. Jose, Jose, B. <laughs> yeah. Juan. Juan on Juan. Juan um, two, three, four. Juan, Ni- Juan two. Juan Ningo two, three. Montoya. Juan, Juan. Uh, on, yeah. no, you need to do the uh, the Luis Vigo advert. The uh, <laughs> Just for men, for me, it's double or one. Yes. So yeah, big shout out to those guys. Uh, yeah. So that's us. Um, well, well, hang on, hang on. About I don't know what feels like six or seven hours ago. Right. Um, you said if it was any consolation, and in answer to that, uh, no. <laughs> okay. So so moving on from that question. Thank you for that, Eddie. That's all right. <laughs> uh, we'll go into the news with Justin Bell. I love saying Bell. Or or Maz. As the case may be. <laughs> Mass. Mass is a clone of Justin Bell. It's Attack of the Clones. Yes. And that segues nicely into uh, the news. Are we ready, Tom? We're rolling. Good. This is Hector Ramirez reporting for your TV news magazine, 20 Questions. First G.I. Joe comic story for IDW's Revolution has been announced. The first G.I. Joe comic story in the Revolution series is coming very soon, and the synopsis from IDW's solicitation reads as follows. G.I. Joe Revolution No. 1, written by Aubrey Sitterson, with art by Giannis Milogiannis, colors by Aaron Conley. G.I. Joe is back. Thanks to the events of Revolution, the G.I. Joe team led by Scarlet returns to the fray, leading the charge against invading Transformers and other aliens. But when a U.S. military defense base goes dark, Scarlet has reason to suspect that these enemy forces may have infiltrated G.I. Joe. It's up to her? Roadblock, Rock and Roll, Quick Kick, Wild Bill, and Shipwreck to move in and root out any traitors before the facility falls into the wrong hands. All very exciting stuff, and I can't wait to see where this new story goes and how the Joe team fit in this new combined universe. Right, so that's the synopsis. A couple of things from hearing that initially. One is that we are getting some, I don't know, some kind of, uh, some underused characters 
still rather familiar to us though obviously from uh, comics and cartoon and so on and so forth but like with the, obviously bringing quick kick yeah. wild bill and rock and roll into it i mean obviously we do see rock and roll quite a bit we do see wild bill used in like you know usually in kind of just flying a helicopter because he's a helicopter pilot but no one likes quick kick no one likes quick i like him roadblock and shipwreck obviously we hear all the time they're in their their kind of core characters and scarlet of course what do you guys think of that lineup and also based on the fact this is a new platform to do a new joe story do you think they could have maybe switched it up a little bit like had even like a few more unused or unknown not unknown but like lesser known characters in this lineup because it just to me it seems like Oh, ho, hey, ho, we're getting, you know, Scarlet Roblox shipwreck again. What do you guys think? I think they're playing it safe and they're going with 82 to 85 characters. Uh, not even, eight, yeah, eight, 85. Yeah, so they're, they're just like literally going for that most popular section rather than yeah. exploring or, or going full on out there. Having not read the, the previous Transformers versus G.I. Joe strip, though. Don't worry. <laughs> Um, I, I I don't know, like you know how how diverse that was. Uh, Very, but it, it had every single character ever in it. I think. Then I'd say that's a cool thing, but like, it was, it, it, but it, they weren't developed. It was just simply they were there. Right. So so maybe the feedback from that was you know like no, if 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 you want these people to buy something that isn't just GI Joe, make sure you just have the best of or, or the safe characters in there. Although Quick Kick. It mm, is as as out there as it gets, but um, you know it all comes back. We're talking about this every damn episode. It'll never happen, you know. So <laughs> it's a uh, silly, stupid idea. Yeah, we've got another story coming up, which um, that'll never re- happen. Reinforces that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do like the thought of it. I'll, I'll wait till I read it, but um, I don't know if I'm. I'm kind of a little burnt out seeing the same kind of people. I like, I, I, you know, Scarlet's a cool character, but she just she's kind of turning into the new Duke for me, especially in the comics. That kind of overused. Everything has to have a female lead. I'm happy to have female leads, but just we, I don't think we see enough Jay to be honest. Lady J. I don't think we see enough of her. But anyway, enough of that. Eddie, is this comic, are you going to like, are you interested? Do you want the, the honest yes. answer or the, or the lie? Lonest. I, I could I could lie a little bit. Nope. Don't sugarcoat it, Eddie. Come on. Okay. G- give uh, us no. that Inman brand. Uh, no. Okay, good. What, what you're <laughs> not going to give us the Inman brand? No, he's not interested, I think. No, no, I'm, I'm not interested, Dave. That's, that's, um... that's the Inman brand there, right there. <laughs> The Inman Boom. brand, not interested yes. in not Latin. Interested. <laughs> Couldn't give a f- is my uh, is my honest answer. <laughs> and that's totally fine. We need varying. Uh, but what what is it? Um, is it something that? Because <laughs> obviously read. you're a, you're a, you I mean you're a Joe fan. Yeah. To a degree, yeah. Action yeah. Force as well. But like, what is it about? Is it the crossover kind of aspect of it? Is it the uh? Is it the is it the format? The comic format? I mean, what what is it that you're not kind of into? I'm I'm not hugely into uh comics yeah in general i I do have some but i'm more interested in the adverts (laughs) yeah does that make sense (laughs) no that does especially uh, if they're really uh, old ones and and i look through and go jesus i remember that advert the weetabix advert from 1982 that sort of thing and that kind of brings back the nostalgia of it yeah but in regards to the comics and the stories it doesn't really uh it doesn't really interest me and that's cool 
that's fine. I'll just remember to never ask you. No, I'm kidding. Oh, that's um... that. That's my honest answer. However, built into that is the fact that I do appreciate that there are those out there that do read the comics and enjoy the stories, and it's part of the hobby that we're we're in, part of the the discussion that we're in. So I wouldn't dismiss anyone that does it. Yeah. Um. It it's what you get out of it. And if those, you know, if it keeps it alive, if it does anything to keep this going, to keep people happy, for people to enjoy the hobby, then I've got no issues with that. Cool, man. Right, so moving into Hasbro acquiring European Animation Studio. Hasbro acquires European Animation Studio. Perhaps coming one step closer to getting their own properties back in some kind of animated rotation, Variety reveals that Hasbro has acquired Boulder Media, an animation studio based out of Dublin, Ireland. Boulder Media has produced many different animated programs, including a rebooted Danger Mouse for BBC, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends, and Wander Over Yonder. It isn't difficult to discern the purpose for this, so who knows, perhaps that long-rumored G.I. Joe animated series just got one step closer to appearing on our television sets. Do we agree with that? Even though I write this... (laughs) Even though I write that, do we agree with what Justin Bell is saying there? Dave, what do you think? Um, or is it never going to happen? Are we not going to get a G.I. Joe series? It's just never going to happen, is it? Keep I mean, saying that because you know if you do say that, we will. it will happen. It's our lucky charm, you idiot. Don't jinx it now. <laughs> it's going to work. It's going to work. I'll edit that out. <laughs> um, in all seriousness, just because they're, they're quiet at one animation studio doesn't mean that yeah. uh, they're, they're the ones that are taking care of it. If, if you look at all previous and current Hasbro related animation they're they're from a variety of different sources you got the upcoming one with Ketchup. like Transformers yeah mayonnaise brown sauce um, <laughs> isn't that Chris's bit, nickname <laughs> bit of reggae reggae <laughs> that's Eddie's nickname no no it's not mine Reg- it's yours reggae, I seem to reggae think, I seem, Eddie I, to think it came, I think it came up no that's your company sub- name Piri 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 yeah what, what, Piri Piri Eddie how, like how come I, how, Ed, wait wait a minute technically wait. Ed Piri should be Piri Piri yeah yes, I, I, that's true. Dave, Dave, Dave said he said uh, was it Reggae Reggae Eddie yeah that's my that's my Cockney nickname <laughs> yeah because I'm a Jamaican yeah right okay <laughs> oh Dave 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 Eddie Eddie okay Okay. Reggae Eddie. <laughs> Reggae. Reggae Eddie go. <laughs> uh, right. Chris. Chris. Yes. I think Dave's been doing drugs. Yeah. <laughs> I know he has. <laughs> He's got like the ibuprofen lined up ready to do an overdose. Yeah. I yeah. can't even take that anymore. Dave Dave oh. actually Dave actually tried to commit suicide once. He took two paracetamol and felt better. <laughs> <laughs> well, the blood went to my head. I don't think we should joke about that because Dave is probably on on the edge right now after rollout roll call. Um, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a man permanently on the edge. <laughs> I I am looking into the precipice of darkness. Turn the light on then. <laughs> I, I I know. I need Put a, a pencil on torch or something like that. So yeah, necess- you're right. Necessarily, just acquiring Boulder Media doesn't mean that there's going to be a GI Joe cartoon. Is it? Is it just purely speculation that this is the case? Yes, Mr. purely speculation that the well, actually, it's built on. The um, what was it again, Dave? The BSDS three eighty four thirty four D or whatever it was called. That's correct. Um, I've, <laughs> what, 
I've you've forgotten just, the, the actual name of it. You've basically just described a bra. I know I did. A very, <laughs> a very complex bra that probably houses about seven tits. It was a B0LL0CKS. <laughs> and that uh, is, you just 32. recited my car license plate. But um, <laughs> yeah, it, it was based on that guy saying that all of these properties will have cartoons. Um, and he did kind of specifically mention G.I. Joe in that at the BSDC 32 or whatever it was. But yes, I think as soon as Hasbro do anything now, they're under a microscope. And as soon as anything kind of comes up, whether it's a license for something they've just they've just purchased or some uh, anything else, like a copyright for something, like a name yeah. or, or trademark. trademarks, that's it, then they're going to be jumped on. It's going to be, oh, Hasbro Cinematic Universe. Oh, Hasbro Cinematic Universe. Oh, the Combined Universe, and so on and so forth. So it, they could have been doing this for ages, buying different things up, and no one's really paying attention because nothing's connected to it. Now that there's something connected to it, it's going to just be constantly you know refer to each time but again it just seems like um like like it is progress in the right direction if we do want to see these properties actually thriving and doing stuff so i'm happy that this is happening and that more or less brings us to the end of the news um depending on how i edit this (laughs) so i'm just gonna say moving on as well for ease of editing Boss Fight and Total Hacks Panel Reveals At Rollout Roll Call a few weeks back, the attendees were lucky enough to have Eric and Katrina Aranya at the show with a ton of product in hand, as well as Patty Lennon and Brian Hickey via Skype from Total Retaliation fame. Both groups revealed some awesome stuff, so let's start with Total Hacks. Brian Hickey was beamed to us via Skype, so Patty Lennon led the second panel where pages of the new Total Hacks book were shown on the projectors. It looked fantastic, and we also got to see some making of images for diorama shots. The panels were both live streamed and caused a stir in the community despite the drastic time difference for those turning in across the pond. The pages looked great, and many questions were answered in regards to a rough release date and price point for the book. Make sure you watch the videos on Boss Fight Studios' Facebook page to get all the info. Boss Fight had reveals for the fans also, with some incredible images from their upcoming Series 1, Waves 5, and 6. Wave 5 that included Penthesilea, Riversticks Guardian, Boa Constrictor Gordon, and Cursed Skeleton went live for pre-orders that Monday following the show. Make sure you pick these up, they are spectacular. For Wave 6, we are in for a treat, a male Gorgon for goodness sakes. Some of the decos in this new wave were simply breathtaking. Eos Warrior, a red and blue Anacritus Gorgon, Achilles, and the superb male Gorgon Berserker. Cannot wait for these. We also got a little more look at developments in the Series 2 Fantasy line with some cool input drawings and prototype figure builds. On top of all that, we were amazed to hear that a graphic novel is in the works, and they even have some page designs and layouts to show the captivated audience. V was revealed as the human form of the Vitruvian ship, time travel courtesy of a time drive that attaches to the ship. Gary Goggle's head as a character, Space Leonidas, and so much more. You can view all of this info in the show notes that accompany this episode on the Facebook page or visit generalsjoes.com. Boom. So, coming into this segment of the news, we are joined by, we'll start with ladies first, Kate Kirkwood. Hello, Kate. Hello. Lovely to hear your beautiful voice. Uh, we're also, v- <laughs> sorry, I'm biased. Um, <laughs> also joined by the wonderful. You never Kat- say that to me. I'd Chris. never. <laughs> Katrina Saris Aranya and Eric Aranya, who are currently on the uh, beach somewhere on their phone. Hi, guys. Hello. Hello. Hey. Hello. Hello. 
Um, they actually sound further away. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, and also the legend that is Gary Godso. Hello, sir. Still building one day at a time. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got all of these amazing people on basically to talk rollout roll call. And the uh, amazing and, da- and Dave's here as well. And Dave's here as well. Um, <laughs> Hello. Uh, who obviously you put on the show uh, for Eddie's us. Eddie's here too. Hey, Eddie. Hi. Uh, yeah, we know you're here. <laughs> We've already introduced you two. We don't. We oh, don't right. count. So let's start with let's start with rollout roll call. Let's get a little bit from from each one of you guys. It was the first time in the UK for Kate. So what? First of all, what did you think of the show? Did you have a good time? Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. How how was it for you? <laughs> the the show, I mean. <coughs> We're not going to get into the personal Chris? details of stuff. <laughs> no, it was really fun. And the show? And the show was too, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the show was great. Um, I really liked the, the hotel and the location. and All the panels were really good. The, and you also brought your incredible 12-inch Robo yeah. Skull. Yeah, um, I paused on purpose there. Um, <laughs> I know you did. I noticed that. Yeah, that was gross. What was it like being kind of totally fanboyed? I was um, surprised how many people I, were excited about it. Uh, and yeah, so they should be. It's impressive. <laughs> yeah, it was a little. It, it arrived. It, one of the wings broke off. Yeah, it almost didn't make it, but I'm glad it did. Well, it got a lot of amazing reactions from a lot of the people there. Uh, probably about six or seven people like commented on a picture i put up of it saying they thought it was amazing so we really appreciate you bringing it down for to kind of show for the show yeah gary how did you um enjoy the show mate obviously you were down with big ali g you know tell us about your experience well much like chris mcleod it keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger <laughs> there you go i thought i set that one up for Hello. you no seriously every year that i've been there i missed the last two i could only imagine if the trend what i saw this year is the same for the last two the last two are equally as bigger than the year prior so it keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger more excitement all the way around uh seriously folks in the in the uk it should be a no-brainer for anybody that's a, a fan of the series either either one of the properties to, to go to this thing but guys if you're in america and you're on the fence you can't get any easier than the hotel right next to heathrow just hop a bus go to the location you're there. You don't have to be in the back of the pedo van or pedo van <laughs> to go down to Southampton or none of that. No, you just hop a bus and go to the hotel. You can't make it any easier. And, and as I said in my review of the event, that's one less excuse for us North Americaners to use to not come to Roll Out Roll Call. Awesome. Well said. I'll still get you in the van. <laughs> <laughs> well, He'll that's part of the you in. and I'm all right with that. He'll coax you in with some sweets. Oh, well, that's all it takes. <laughs> <laughs> Worked last time. Come here, little boy. <laughs> God. Can I just interject a minute? The uh, the pedophile jokes are quite disgusting. <laughs> From Eddie's shock value inman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the only reason it's shocking is because you haven't invited me. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say I was, I was surprised that you'd have an issue with that, but... Um clearly not um katrina and eric how was your experience <laughs> with the show um well, we weren't too happy with it uh, <laughs> it sounds like you're in a tiny box no refunds <laughs> it's our car it's a tiny box yes. it sounds like you're in a tiny box it sounds like they're in a can it does it? doesn't it <laughs> it sounds like, like they've been can. they've been shrunk down to the size of borrowers yeah yeah <laughs> I quite there like are, it. It's really the, cute. The beach is on Lilliput. 
is amazing. So anyway, yeah, tell us about your experience. They're, they're, they're in very... tying down Chris's hair as we speak. <laughs> tell us about your experience in Tiny Voices. <laughs> we will fix it. <laughs> so yeah, so tell us about your experience, guys, in a Tiny Voice. We had a great show. We had a great show. We uh, it, it really is. It really is a great show every year. Um, it had been two years since I've been there. Like Gary, I love the new venue. I. Love the fans over there, and and I I love being in London, so <laughs> that was pretty great. Did you get to see much of London? We did. We walked all over the place. Uh, after the show was over on Sunday, we spent Monday and Tuesday in London, and we went everywhere that we could. So it was great. We saw the Queen. That was my first time in London too. Nine and three quarters. <laughs> Nine and three quarters. That sounds sexy. Yeah. You know, the amazing thing about going to London this time is you guys had a government change and no one gave care. True. Nope. <laughs> Not a single person cared. No, Here would that's... be a big deal. Over there, eh, just new person. <laughs> I, I don't think many people were happy with uh, the current situation. But let's, this isn't a political podcast. <laughs> let's, let's talk about Funkos. Yeah, let's get Dave really irate. Um, so kind of relate to your product, guys. How well did the uh, hack stuff sell while you were, while you were over in... At Rourke. Um, we sold almost everything we brought. Damn. Like, quickly. The first night, I think we were worried the first night that we wouldn't have enough for this for any of the full days. Wow. We had, our stuff was selling so quickly. What does that say? Does that say that the people in the UK couldn't be bothered to do the Kickstarter? They just waited for the stuff to come in? <laughs> or... I did, I did notice I you bought so, one of everything, Chris. A lot of the people Chris. that we saw... A lot of the people that we saw actually came and bought more stuff, and they were names that we recognized from the Kickstarter, from people that have placed orders since the Kickstarter, yeah. and they were just taking advantage of the um, shipping-free yeah. <laughs> purchases. That's probably more likely, isn't it? The fact that we can kind of, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's it's one of those kind of lines that you want to, you know, buy in multiples. So, um, yeah, I think you guys have done pretty well with that. Yeah, so well done. What about the... Let's talk about the reveals now. So, obviously, we had the Total Hacks book reveal. That it looks incredible. And, obviously, with Paddy and Brian involved, it's going to be smashed out of the park quality-wise. Tell us a little bit about the book, if you can, or, you know, what, what kind of responses you got for the you know for, for that reveal. The book is a lot like the uh, Total Retaliation book, where it's a series of bios, character pages, and dios built by uh patty i mean built, built by brian yeah super excited about it we love the total retaliation book it's uh you know they, they're they both put so much into it and they're they're so their their love for the product is so evident that they, you know when they approached us to do it uh there was there was no way we were gonna say no you know it's it's the, the books looking great the sample pages and stuff that they've shown us the bios the new updated bios that Patty wrote and the, the stories that he wrote are fantastic. So I, I'm super excited about the book. Awesome. And also, you had immense product reveals that came out too. So, Did we? Well, some. <laughs> so the first off, the Wave 5 which includes i mean you guys were kind of put it, had it on show in the in the in the uh, cabinets and everything it, lo it looks very very sexy but what about what about this other wave that you revealed that had a male gorgon 
uh, freaking amazingly coloured Eos warrior. You know, just some insane, insane characters in this new wave. The, the red and blue Gorgon as well. I mean, that's really, really sexy. The Anacritus Gorgon. I mean, what kind of responses did you get from that? The, you know, the fans seem really excited about it. And we, we're pretty excited going forward because we're kind of getting a little... We're kind of mixing it up a little bit more, even with the crazy... You know, the Eos wire being kind of made of fire and the, uh, you know, the Anacratus organ with her, like, metallic blue weapons and the Achilles with Achilles. Our, own, our, our own kind of twist on his story that people will kind of learn later on. Yeah. And, and how he relates to River Styx Guardian and to Penthesilia from Wave 5. So Intriguing. It's, it's, it's all very, very fun. And, and you know, like, like every, everything we try and put our own twist on the mythology to, to kind of put our own stamp on it and make it ours well it's it's awesome it looks great these new kind of decos are just mind-blowing also you revealed uh, a couple of the other things the graphic novel was a huge kind of out of nowhere kind of reveal i think um that that kind of went down pretty well too um what can you tell us about that uh, we've had fans asking us about a graphic novel for probably since the Kickstarter, and it was something that's always been kind of in the planning. Yeah. The direction we're going had that planning started like day one when the five of us sat down in the coffee shop to figure out what the heck Boss Fight was going to do. <laughs> Lols. This was like our first idea, and it's obviously worked out okay. <laughs> Meh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Meh. <laughs> um, so who have you got on the art? Uh, and like who's who's kind of doing the kind of uh, the actual ba bones of the of the graphic novel the uh the writing is going to be done by uh chris chris hicks yeah um who we've worked for worked with before many times um he also worked with us at hasbro the art is being done by les mclean who of our stuff he did a lot of the exclusive packaging including the ultimate spartan the precursor medusa um the convention exclusive but he's also worked on a a lot of comics like uh the tick oh wicked and, uh johnny crossbones is his own um his own series uh he also worked on middleman middleman is his own as well uh, middleman is his own yeah i get to color it no way <laughs> that's wicked i, I didn't know that about. It's, it's very cool for us because Trina, Andrew, and myself all come from a comic book background. Yeah. We all met in college and we, you know, we have a degree in Spider-Man. So <laughs> That's amazing. It's, you know, we, we kind of get to kind of full circle back to what our original training and, and uh, our original career hopes were for, for comics and, and animation and stuff. So us kind of getting to kind of come back to this is really fun uh, i've kind of been acting as editor of the book and kind of the boss fight team funnels through me back to chris and last sounds sexy funnels through me back to the boss fight team so so you get a lot of funneling through you basically i know you love to funnel me <laughs> that's that's amazing so basically from all those reveals I mean, we were spoiled a little bit at Rollout Roll Call. I mean, um, Dave, out of out of the stuff that you know was coming out of this panel, what was the stuff that kind of like struck you? What what kind of stood out for you in in all of that? What was your kind of uh, standout moment in those reveals? This is a shame to admit, I didn't catch the panel. <laughs> I, I didn't catch any of the panels because I was just like working completely. You stone gobbling <laughs> bastard! I know. <laughs> 
the only thing I got to see genuinely was Dave Short as penis. Um, penis. Uh, Thanks, uh, to Eddie. Uh, We're on that, uh, mate. Yep. <laughs> but uh, I, I didn't get. I, I, I got shown a very brief overview in the bar downstairs by Katrina and Eric, but I didn't get to see the full full thing. And I, I honestly, genuinely, hand on heart, haven't had a chance to catch up with the slides because I know they're up on like General's Joe's and that. And in the show notes that I sent you. Yeah, but um, <laughs> but- I haven't had, had a chance to, to go go through those just yet. So I. I I'll- I'll edit that out if you want, Dave. <laughs> no, no. My, Gav- my shame knows no bounds. All right, Eddie. Yeah. Being a, a hacks fan. Um, yes. What What stood out for you in that in that panel? What kind of did you really get excited to see? Um, to be honest, all of it. Uh, and the, the reason is because I I I actually love the toys. Awesome. I think the figures are fantastic, and they're all awesome. There isn't one thing that I like over anything else. That's great. For the uh, first time in my adult life, I actually like something. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put celebration music in there as well. I, I think, think you need to because uh, seriously, I, I, I actually, I, yeah, I've got nothing more to say other than I actually like them. God, I think I think we're all going to cry at this at this moment. <laughs> it's an emotional moment for me. You have no idea. There's there's things leaking out of me all over the place. <laughs> It's well, really disgusting as well. I'll throw the same question out to Kate and Gary. Um, so, Kate, what stood out for you in that boss fight reveals panel? Well, I'm really excited for uh, the graphic novel, and but also the the whole space line. I'm so 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 excited for that. Is that because there's a figure of me in it? <laughs> well, I was pretty excited about it before I knew that, but that makes it even better. Yay! So. Will, will it will it come with its own special needs carer? Your figure? <laughs> <laughs> Please make a little Eddie figure that goes with him. A, 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 a nappy changing uh, accessories pack. Eddie, I could have like you as like a little kind of creature that that is my like spirit animal. Yeah, yeah, I could be a spirit animal. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that would work as well. It would, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that has to happen. Boss fight, get on that. Design that. Eddie is Rocket the Raccoon. <laughs> yeah, I'd yeah. be Groot, and Eddie would be Rocket. <laughs> <laughs> that would work so well. That works. That works very well. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's brilliant. So uh, I am, yeah, I am McLeod. That's what we got to say all the way through. Amaze, lols. Uh, Gary, <laughs> what what stood out to you, mate, of the from the boss fight panel? Two things. I remember when we were talking with uh, the boss fight gang a long time ago, and and we were kind of asking them, what's the long term plan of this? And got some weird characters. How are you going to put all this together? They said, there's a story, and they were right, and that's kind of led to the whole graphic novel thing, yeah. and the whole time, the space time ship and everything. That's cool. Uh, but the one that got me, and it was Gavin. You know, everyone knows how excited Gavin was at the whole show. Gavin yeah. was, you know, Mr. Excitement at the whole show. I just happened to be walking outside. He goes, hey, Gary, you got to come see this. So I, I popped my head in the room, and it's right when they uh, had the concept art of uh, Gary Head's figure. Yeah. And uh, we, all, we all know how we feel about Gary, and uh, it was awesome. That's an awesome tribute, and uh, yeah, good job, guys. I, I don't know what else to say about that, but uh, very thoughtfully done. Thank you. Awesome. Right, that's two sad moments. Um, Eddie liking something, and <laughs> another tribute to Gary. But no, brilliant. And that nicely kind of, we can move along into the next segment of the news. Rank and File Volume 2 now available for purchase. 
In spite of what you may think of the movie, I think it's tough to argue that the G.I. Joe Rise of Cobra era was a turning point for the toy line, finding an awesome balance between aesthetics and articulation, and cranking things up as far as accessories and detail work. The period from 2009 through 2011 encompassing the Rise of Cobra and Pursuit of Cobra lines gave G.I. Joe fans a lot to love, and even more to look forward to. For his landmark rank-and-file series, James Cavanaugh Jr. is exploring this period of time for his second volume, and it's available now. Check it out at rahcguide.com. It's a definite must-buy. Rank-and-file, volume two, the first book was insane. Loved it. It was great. Um, in fact, I, I love what James has kind of done with these, with, these, with these books. They're beautifully laid out, you know, have really good kind of like keys to kind of help you with working out lots and lots of information it's a real labor of love that's gone into this gary we got you obviously on the show to talk about roll up roll call but also to kind of maybe give us a little kind of background on on this book as well and what you think of it having had it in hand sure i got my copy right here uh this picks up exactly where the first one left off or actually the second one depending when we're, when we're talking first and second here this is actually the second rank and file guide yeah. the first rank and file guide actually covers the 25th and his first book covers uh as he called the second generation of o-ring figure, yeah. figures uh so this is actually covering uh, this is rank and file two it's covering from uh rise of cobra to pursuit of cobra awesome. so all the way through those two lines some of the best figures aren't they really they're highly underrated because of the movie that they come from but in terms of the work put into the figures stellar yeah stellar i mean we're not talking five point of articulation or anything like this every single one of these figures was very well done and i often think that's overlooked just because people attach it to the movie and they didn't happen to like the movie yeah let's not fool ourselves again although in our standards we think the movie did well it earned over 300 million dollars in hollywood terms that's a pretty successful movie regardless of you know channing yeah. tatum and bad acting was in it or not so uh for that matter this book picks up right at page 179 uh where the last two left off and it, it goes through in the same level of detail uh, that everything you saw in the first book has been translated over here to the second book. And it goes up to page 224. And then after page 224, uh, his next edition will cover 30, the 30th, Retaliation, the Basic Joe Assortment, or what we would call the Dollar General Joes, yeah. uh, the 50th Convention Exclusives, Collector's Club stuff. And uh, actually, Mike and I get to write the uh, forward for that. <laughs> nice. One. But this particular one was intended to be written. This forward was intended to be written by Gary Head. Yeah. Of course, uh, we, we all know what happened. He passed away. So Patrick Stewart did a very noble job in stepping into some very large shoes to write the, the forward on this. And he did a great job. Uh, so props to him. Props to James who put the same level of detail and everything you've seen in his previous editions into this book. It's an excellent check. If, if you're if you're wanting to put your collection together, it's just in parts and bins right now, and you want to know what goes with what, you got to get this book. It's an awesome checklist that you can sit there and find out what little knife came with you know, what figure, what pre-lost items have you lost you can't find, and you have to go back <laughs> and find again. Everything is in this book. It's only $20. Which is a great buy, considering that you know the size of the particular book and the work put into it. He self-publishes his folks. He doesn't go through a publisher. This is all coming out of his back pocket. So twenty bucks is a great buy, and you can buy it on rhacguide.com uh, if you would like to buy it right now. And uh, James will work with you on it. I believe he might even have it for sale through Amazon and a couple other places. But ultimately, you're dealing directly with him. He's the only person that is uh, selling these uh, resale and wholesale-wise. So there you go. It's a great book. And uh, for those of you who've seen it, uh, I'm sure you would agree, it's a must-have for your collection. It's really awesome. And yeah, it does obviously 
follow that kind of underrated Rise of Cobra line toy-wise. I mean, still some really, really good figures in that lineup. Even, like, you know, some of the exclusives are really cool. Some of the Toys R Us exclusives are really neat. But in general, yeah, some really good stuff. And and what I quite like as well is the follow-up that will be coming after this containing Retaliation, that Retaliation wave, the 30th, some of the 30th stuff was really amazing. But Pursuit of Cobra in this particular rank and file book that has some of the most amazing figures ever made in gi joe and also the most accessories ever given to (laughs) any figures so yeah i mean it must have been an almost impossible task for james to actually get this done when you think about all of the stuff that some of those guys come with how he fits that on pages i will never know mainly because my book is still in the usa (laughs) waiting to be shipped to vegas so i have to wait for mine but cannot wait here's here's a fun fact about the the rise of cobra line is that uh trina and i probably did something on nearly every single figure nice Figure and vehicle. Yeah, figure and vehicle. Whether it was decals, decos, design work, or in some some cases we just designed the accessories, but not the figure. Like I mean, we and I think we did the deco. I think for it was like every everything. single figure. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. No wonder it's we, no wonder it's good then. Toys. Yes. <laughs> all your toys have been touched by us. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think all of them, but <laughs> that's awesome. That probably goes a long way to explain why that was such a good line. So, well done, again. Uh, we're going to have to stop giving you props. You're going to get big heads. Is that your navigation talking? <laughs> that's, that's the lady in the box, yes. We're almost to Boston. Oh, cool. Yeah, just in time for this episode to be over. <laughs> yeah, speaking speaking of... Uh, Katrina, you did most of the decals on all that stuff, and I'll, I think you were talking to us about all the no-steps no steps, uh, decals that you had to make. Damn. Yes. Funny story on, on the no-step stickers. I When I was in uh, England, I bought a uh, the Thunderbirds are Go, which was a TV series that's going on right now in um, in England, yeah. on ITV, and it, it's... Uh, they. They released some toys, and yeah. one of the toys is a big version of Thunderbird 2. Nice. And I went ahead and picked that up. And what, what did you believe what's on this thing? No step stickers. Really? <laughs> no step stickers, yes. Do they jack them from the uh, Sky Striker? I, I'm, I'm thinking that uh, G.I. Joe played a little role in that. I yeah. invented no step. <laughs> <laughs> In the G.I. Joe universe, you're not allowed to walk anywhere. (laughs) I always wanted to put snow step stickers right next to, like, foot pegs. (laughs) Oh, that was brilliant. Put no step on a ladder. They're not (laughs) allowed. On every rung of the ladder. Yeah, every single rung, yes. That is insane. (laughs) So, um, yeah, that's, that's throwing me completely, but brilliant. When Ragin, Spoon, Nicole and myself were trawling through Hamleys uh, a while back, this is the last roll out roll call, they, we went into Hamleys yeah, and we were looking at the Thunderbirds Are Go stuff and he almost bought the Tracy Island that they do at that, that scale. That box is so huge. I saw that in the store. There's no way I was getting that back, but I do want it. Yeah, because he was thinking Cobra Island. So he was yes. thinking doing like a Cobra Island uh, kind of do it up like that. So yeah, he did buy some go. Thunderbirds I Go figures because they had helmets in the packaging. That yes, and I, I got a couple of those. I actually got them on, on eBay. and I, 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 They look at similar points of articulation to Joe's and yeah. kind of all those types. So I'm, I'm hoping so, but this... this uh, I know we didn't like Sound Attack when it came out with Joe, but check this out. Thunderbird 4, come in. Over. Thunderbird 2, this is Thunderbird 4. 
So they, they'll That's sit there amazing. and talk. And then, yeah, and, and when you drop the pod... Euphemism. Thunderbird 4 is go! Nice. F.A.B. Thunderbird 4. There you go, you got an F.A.B. <laughs> I like that. Thunderbird 4 secure. And so when you're done playing with it, in about 30 seconds, it'll, it'll go silent, and in about 30 seconds, you'll hear Virgil or, or Alan or one of them go, Thunderbird 1, to th Thunderbird 2 to Thunderbird 4, can you hear me? It's like, oh, you forgot, to, you, know, you forgot to play with me, come over here. That's awesome. So it drags there, you there back in. Yeah, there it is, yeah. <laughs> come back and play with me. <laughs> I do the same thing. Yeah. If I haven't been touched for a while, I tend to to say that. Right, Kate? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Right. Um, <laughs> too Let's, much. Let's uh, verify that, shall we? Too much. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be in a lot of trouble. Where, where's now. Eddie when you need him? Where is um, Eddie when you need him? I, I'm 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 here. I'm just uh, I'm just picking my moment. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, following hi, on Chris, from that. Chris, hi. Hi. Moving on. That's all the news for this episode. Make sure you visit generalsjoes.com on a daily basis to keep up with all the G.I. Joe-related news. You can also visit the Facebook page and follow on Twitter at Generals Joes. This is Justin Bell reporting for The Full Force. As always, you can keep up with the show after listening to us by following on Twitter at The Full Force, liking the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Full Force, and if you would like to contact the show, you can write to us via email on thefullforce at allthecoolstuff.co.uk with feedback, questions, vicious scathing criticisms or just insults. You can view content regarding the show on www.thefullforce.com. All the Cool Stuff is a proud sponsor of The Full Force. Come visit our store near the New Forest in Hampshire for the latest toy collectibles, including G.I. Joe, Transformers, Star Wars, Masters of the Universe, and Lego. We also stock a large inventory of vintage toys too, including Action Force, from loose figures and accessories to carded and boxed vehicles. I can see the whites of their beady little eyes. Looking to sell your toy collection? All the Cool Stuff will buy and convert your toys into cash. You can call the store within the UK on 01425 650696 or if calling from outside the UK, don't forget to add the international dialing code first of 44. You can visit us online at www.allthecoolstuff.co.uk or email if you have a specific inquiry, sales at allthecoolstuff.co.uk. In Demand Toys are an independent toy shop located in Norwich, Norfolk in the United Kingdom. Specialising in a large range of new and pre-owned toys, they cover a number of brands such as Star Wars, Marvel, Transformers, G.I. Joe and many, many more. You can order direct from their website at idtoys.co.uk or send them an email to shop at idtoys.co.uk if you want to sell your collections or just have a general inquiry. Alternatively, you can visit their shop at the Dixon Shopping Centre on the Reefham Road in Norwich. As well as being one of the best independent toy shops around, they are now a proud sponsor of The Full Force. Dead Gent Clothing are a mature streetwear brand creating bespoke and hand-finished clothing using fabrics recycled, made and designed to honour the ethics and heritage of textile cultures around the world. 
proudly producing pieces with obsessive attention to fit and finish, allowing us to find ourselves honour in detail. Dead Gent Clothing are now a proud sponsor of the Full Force podcast. You can find them on Facebook as Dead Gent Clothing, on Twitter and Instagram at Dead Gent, or you can visit their website at www.deadgent.co.uk where you can purchase their amazing products. Absolutely. The Action Force program is a drain on our resources. We must cut their funding in half. File facts. Round two. <laughs> Flying off the back of the round one of about 12 months ago, we're getting right back into file facts. Dave, Eddie and myself will be reading out a small element of a file card and the other two members of the team have to guess who that character they are talking about is. So we'll get a point if we get it right, and we'll get nothing if we get it wrong. So far, Dave and Chris lead the league table with one point each, with yeah. Eddie languishing behind in third with zero points. Yeah, I can almost I can almost predict where I'm gonna come in this game as well. <laughs> and how many points I'm going to get. Yeah. So, you go into negative figures. That'd be that'd be pretty impressive. I that will, I that see will you be... go into negative figures, that would be amazing. Yeah. Okay, so first up is Dave. Dave, would you like to read out your element of the file card? It's the last paragraph of the of the file card, please. I will indeed, sir. When <laughs> is driving the <laughs> the vehicle becomes an extension of himself, <laughs> a raging engine of destruction, pulverizing all in its path. If the enemy, by sheer luck, manages to knock out the <laughs> they will <laughs> then put themselves in a position of having to deal with <laughs> directly. You could go so far as to call that a violation of the Geneva Convention. I'm gonna say backstop. <sighs> um, okay. Steamroller. Kate? <laughs> I know <laughs> You're both wrong. <laughs> Nil poids. Nil poids. Do you want another try? Uh, no, because no, no, we did this last time. It took all right, about all right, three all right. hours. It, it, it was... I mean, I wouldn't have even known the name, if I'm honest. It was Wild Card from the Mean Wild Dog. Wild Card. Damn. Wild I have card. three Mean Dogs, and not and not on any, in any of them have I read the file card. I'm very upset about that. Damn. Uh, next time. Next month. Next episode. Next time, Gadget. Gadgets. One today, Gadget. But I'll be back. I'll be back. <laughs> I'm going to go with this guy. Most folks will get mad on occasion, or at least get irritable. Not... He thinks anger is a waste of time and energy. Rage clouds the vision and pollutes logic. Fury impairs judgement and makes you careless. The results of anger are totally unacceptable. To... He doesn't get angry, he gets even. Who said what now? (laughs) (laughs) I don't start that. I'm sorry, yeah. 
<laughs> I was amazed at how good the audience were for that. I'm glad he got the audio because I, I I was genuinely gutted I missed that. Really uh, gut- good. Yeah, I was gutted I missed Bias, though, aren't you? All, all all of the um the interviews, but uh, that one in particular because I wanted to see how that one like panned out. And it's like oh f-ing hell. I think I was in the meeting with the um hotel managers when that was on. So anyway, who do you think this is? Eddie. It's not Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely not me. Do you know I haven't got a pot of glue? Brilliant. <sighs> what what about me rhyming slang <laughs> at its finest? Uh I'm going to say Rolf Harris. It is not, no, not Oh. No, 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 that's not my guess. No, my my guess is going to be Blizzard. That do. It's not Blizzard, Dave. Who do you think it is? I think based on your delivery. It, <sighs> I know it. I want to say low light, but I don't think it's low light. Is that your final answer? I'm I'm going to I don't think it's low light, but it fits in with low light. But I, um, <laughs> give us a right low light. <laughs> it is not low light, I'm afraid. Um, <sighs> the answer, Kate. Do you know who this is? No. It is Beachhead. <laughs> it is <laughs> Beachhead. So at the end of that round, so far, everyone has nil point. Eddie, do you want to do yours for a final? Yes. 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 Uh, are you two ready? I'm yeah. ready. Right. Okay. So. Uh, this is actually what? getting really fun. Sorry, go on. Right, so, uh, you must say he was the strong salon type. <laughs> Emphasis on the salon. <gasps> His idea of a long conversation is a nod and a handshake. It's not that he's unfriendly. He's simply his own priorities and talking isn't one of them. You silly <laughs> little English pig dog. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Does I know the, this. Does the you know this, Dave? Uh, I do, but did, I can't. Did you did you just come then, Dave? I think you did. I, I did. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, Eddie. I think <laughs> I think that is. I'm gonna go with um. Anyone. <sighs> I don't know. I'm really struggling with this. This game is tough. Is it? Did did the accent have anything to do with it? Uh, no, it was to completely throw you off the scent. Good, completely. Yes. I'm gonna go with sci-fi. Uh, no, it was not sci-fi. I knew it wasn't sci-fi. I don't know why. Come <laughs> on, Dave. I do know what it is. He's desperately but typing in to Google what you remember. said. No, he, he's there going. I think it's low light, but it's not low light. But it is low light. It's not. It is. It is not. It's not. The voice I hope is it's low head. light after all. It's not that. low light. It's not. It's not low light. Um, <laughs> it's one of the dudes from The Defiant, but I can't remember which one. Well, it's a fifty-fifty, mate. But I can't remember the names. I was gonna give. <laughs> I was gonna say one then, and then I, I'm glad I didn't. Don't, don't, don't say anything. But it is, isn't it? It might be. Oh, yeah. Who are the people on The Defiant? You've got one. Oh, You've you. got two. Come on. No. Come no, on, Dave. You can't say me, one. Dave. Right, one of them's payload, but it's not payload. It's the other one. Who's the other one? <laughs> is it payload? This is, this is part payload. of the game. You have to guess. Who it yeah, is? Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember. Just say anything, then, Dave. You have to have a guess, otherwise. Yeah. I want to say low light, but I don't think it's. Low light. <laughs> <laughs> Go with low light. It's not. It's 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 the defiant dudes. And so, are you ready for? So, uh, your answer is low light, Dave. Just to clarify. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, but in that case, you're wrong, David. The uh, oh. actual character's name is Hard Top. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, no, it's hard to top. I'm leaving that in there, by the way, your response. Um, okay, brilliant. So, after that round, I nobody scores any points. So yes, it yes. Means, isn't that amazing? I love how low score... This is like a soccer game to Americans. This is how they think scoring in I'll soccer you, is. I'll tell you what I think we should do for the for the next round of this game. Is whoever you select, you have to do an accent of their place of birth. Oh, okay, that's good. That would that would make it easier. <laughs> yeah. What America? Yeah. Yes, essentially, but from from where you think that accent <laughs> actually comes from and this how it's going to be fun. Is going to pick one Dave, specifically ridiculous. So Dave's when Dave gets to sort of New Jersey, it'd be well, hello. I am telling you, my red character's name is yes. Cause so that's any. And, but then no, again, no, nobody, nobody seems like amazed that I actually nearly had that. I am. All right, then let's get our weapons. Full force. We've been getting a lot of messages and emails recently, so we thought we would start opening a mailbag segment. But you knew this because we've done this many times before. <laughs> Tim Healy wrote on our Facebook to say. The Red Cobra Sky Vehicle, seen in the opening <laughs> to the first series of the cartoon. I was wondering if it had a name. The one with a large snake head at the front of it. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, Tim. It was known as the Helicarrier or the Cobra Airship. Um, this is going to be, be quite weird for Tim because I did actually answer him when he asked, when he asked this question on the <laughs> Facebook page. So, um, I apologise you're hearing this again. But that's what it was called based on the Sunbow cartoon descriptions of those things that came up in a book recently. So it was written down, I think, in a script as the Helicarrier and also as the Cobra Airship on, a, on occasion. So, yeah, that's that answered. Also, thanks to uh, 1920s Dave Tree for that. Uh, <laughs> or was it Columbo? I couldn't quite tell. Um, I think it was, I think it was Columbo. It was brilliant, yeah. whatever just, it was. Just call me Tim. Just the Tim. Hey, hey Tim. my name's Tim's. Yes, Tim, Tim, Tim's Healy. On Twitter, Dwight or at Davis Grayson sent us some really cool custom Transformers Joe crossover images, saying, "I would like to enter this custom if I was able to journey to Roll Out Roll Call. You're heading to Orlando, yeah? I'm working on something for Joe Call next year." Uh, I met the gentleman who voiced Beachcomber and told me about the crossover custom I made. He thought it was cool. <laughs> thank you, uh, Posh Eddie, for that. Um, yeah. And thank you, Dwight, for all the images and for interacting with us on Twitter. Beachcomber looks cool, and we really like the World Rhino Helicopter 2. Great work. See you in Orlando. A very special handwritten message now from a good friend of the show, Gavin Chilston. Uh, dear Full Force, uh, big, big shout out to everyone that uh, attended uh, Rollout Roll Call 2016. Uh, you, you have made us all very, the best so far. Um, it just gets better and better after oh year after year. Eddie, uh, good to see you again. Uh, you too, Chris. Kate is lovely. Uh, Dave, Dave Tree, always a pleasure. Uh, I got to meet your family tree. They are amazing. Uh, please, could you do your Dungeon Master impression and explain? This is Fordenbridge, a la 300. Uh, thank you, Amazing. Gavin Chillstone. Uh, P.S. I listened to your show in the buff. Uh, question for each of you What was your first action figure? Oh my goodness. Um, that was one of the best impressions I've ever heard David Tree do that didn't yeah. turn into a Pakistani doctor. Yeah. yeah. 
as much as we love you gav that was spot on dave <laughs> That was amazing. That was absolutely spot on. I even practiced my own Gavin impression when I read that out earlier on. It was nowhere near as good as what you just did. Well, the thing is, it's the it's the hours and hours of, of uh, conversations that Dave's actually had with Gavin. <laughs> anyway, it was awesome seeing it. you at Roll Out Roll Call again, Gav. Uh, you really are one of the nicest fans of the brand and uh, that I've ever met. Um, you're always doing really nice things for each of us, and your support for Rollout Roll Call is fantastic. Too much info on the naked stuff, but thanks, bud. And hopefully we will see you at another con very soon. To answer your question, my first action figure was He-Man with Battle Cat from the Masters of the Universe toy line. Uh, what about you guys, Eddie? Mine was the uh, Evil Knievel uh, oh. man with the uh, pullback motorcycle. The old rip-it kind of... Yeah, yeah. that was freaking amazing yeah that that was that was awesome i remember it well it was uh i think 1978 or nine i think damn yeah yeah it was cool cool beans i love those things that was, and the adverts are so good as well aren't they for that yeah yeah well they 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 because they were using a lot of um the the molds that they used for what would end up being a lot of the action man yeah. stuff um yeah so it's all all cool beans then it was a good time for toys the that late was, 70s oh, mate, that's that's literally brought everything flooding back anyway uh, dave good old flood. i've just <laughs> myself <laughs> and it was a wetty dave what about your you mate what was your first action figure well i don't know what my first Based on your age is probably the first was, ever was... action figure they ever made wasn't it do, do you think do you think he had was it one like of those a... corn dollies <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he had those, was it a wicker man <laughs> The wooden, the wooden fingers that uh, figures that um, <laughs> Maximus, <laughs> Maximus had in Gladiator, you know, of his family. That's, it, yeah. That's the sort of thing Dave had. Yeah, he buries them in a desert and stuff. It was a clothes peg with a face drawn on it. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> my, my name's uh, David Meridius Maximus Gaius. <laughs> Gaius. <laughs> Gaylord to a murdered boyfriend. <laughs> I will have my revenge. Uh, Dave, what was yours? I, I will have my revenge Before. in his bottom or in this other <laughs> life. <laughs> I, I will take my s*** and I will rub it over your face. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Dave, go for it. I, 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 he's actually called <laughs> I'm waiting for him to finish. <laughs> I know what he's going to do. He's just, he's just bouncing. He's waiting. <laughs> It'd be called glad he ate it. <laughs> I Amazing. Now my nose is running. <laughs> Oh. All the cocaine is flooding out of it. <laughs> um, the first one, I, I don't know what the first one was, but the first one I remember getting was an action man. Um, like, uh, just like the, the, the regular soldier, the key figure. The I remember first, getting the first that. ever action man, right. And I just thought it was like the... Uh, I had a... I had other action men, but this this was like you know sort of a, as as a young kid, you're losing and breaking stuff and burying it or you know blowing it up. So when when I got this 
uh, another hell, you're in a rough neighborhood weren't you oh man it was the bronx but like um when i when i got this uh new key figure it was all brand new and sparkly and he had like you know it was it, 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 it like his beret still had the badge on it type thing yeah um and that was cool the, up beyond that the first star wars figure i remember getting but it wasn't my first star wars figure it was 21b and that was when i was on holiday in in swansea um what a great holiday. <laughs> Swansea <laughs> and 21B. Jesus Christ. Everything's coming up Millhouse. <laughs> and, and, and it was a choice between <laughs> 21B and IG88. We were going to weigh up Florida or Swansea. <laughs> and then Dave had to weigh up between 21B and IG88. Yeah. Well, IG88 well, was really like, he's quite cool, but just a rubbish figure. It was uh, it was T one B T one B or being in another class seven <laughs> L or two one B. But we went back a couple of days later to get the IG eighty eight, and they had a restock, and I then got Boba Fett. So I remember. I remember. Oh, so it was, it's a good story in the end. Yeah, it's a uh, happy story. But my first Star Wars figure was R two D two, but I I don't remember that at all. But I do remember getting two one B. And I think it was because I, I had two choices, and it was like... <laughs> I suppose I'll just get the medic that one, droid. I guess, yeah. yeah. I'll get, the, I'll get the guy that stuck Luke's hand back on. <laughs> Done. Um, okay, well, that's it for the mailbag this month. If you have any questions or you just want to heap praise on us, please either email the show on thefullforce at allthecoolstuff.co.uk, message us on the Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash thefullforce, or tweet us at thefullforce. We will read your comments out on the show unless you tell us otherwise. Moving on. The Baroness has located the broadcast energy transmitter. Action Force can't stop us from capturing it now. They're off balance and undermanned. We now go into what we got in. So this should be funny for Eddie. What have you got in, Eddie? Tell us what you've got in, buddy. I'm not interested in what I got in, Chris. I know, I know, yeah, you're not interested. <laughs> I know you want to know what I got into. I mean, what I got in. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, Kate. <laughs> did you get Did you get that video as promised? Yeah, I'll send it over in a bit. Oh yeah, cool. <laughs> right, so um, we'll uh, let's start with let's let we'll come back to Eddie. Uh, obviously, I'm, I'm going to just involve everyone in this one. So we'll start with the people that are miles and miles away as borrowers. Katrina, have you been getting anything in since the last episode, which you have um, no frame of reference of? Because <laughs> let's just say in the last month or so. Let's see, in the last month or so, I know we've gotten some hot toys. That's kind of a we always have some hot toys coming in uh, <laughs> that's eric's fault isn't it eric's always coming in hot toys <laughs> <laughs> i should have a draco and a harry here pretty soon from the uh star ace yeah from star ace which are very nearly working their way up to hot toys quality cool let's see i got a couple of strawberry shortcake things recently lols a couple of little plushes i've nearly got my collection complete so that's pretty rare these days. Uh, oh yeah, we got some prints from Robert Atkins while we were at Rollout. Roll oh Call. sweet! And I also got some pillows there for everybody in the whole family. Oh. <laughs> Was that from Rollout Roll Call? Yeah. How'd you pack those all back? They smushed pretty well. Okay. <laughs> they weren't so bad. They smushed them under all of Eric's sex toys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they got rolled up and put in his flashlights. <laughs> 
feel like I haven't gotten a whole lot recently other than that. I think I may have gotten a Monster High doll. I buy those every now and then when they're clearanced. Nice. When they go to Ross. <laughs> <laughs> Typical Joe fan. <laughs> awesome. Um, Eric? While I was at Roll Out Roll Call, uh, I too got some friends from Robert Atkins. I got from Peter Innes. Penis in it. Penis in it. <laughs> yes. Hooked, hooked me up with a uh, Black Pearl from uh, Zizzle, I believe. Racist. The company that did them. It's huge and sexy. It took up most of the suitcase. That is really cool, though, isn't it? It's so cool. I'm going to deck the whole thing out, repaint it, and I give it fabric sales. And oh. <laughs> I'm going to have some fun. Are you going to kind of put all of the mermaids and pirates on it from the hacks line? Yes, it will be the centerpiece of my collection. Sweet <laughs> as um, fudge. I also uh, <laughs> I also got in uh, Fortress Maximus. Nice. And he's enormous and I don't know where to put him. I've heard that before. <laughs> 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 that's his nickname, yes. Funny enough, I haven't heard that before, actually. Uh, <laughs> Carry on. Oh, yeah, and, and our, our hot toy Scarlet Witch is sitting at the UPS place, and we gotta go pick him up. She's cool as well. <laughs> awesome. That's about it. Kate, the lovely Kate, what have you got in from Roll uh. Call? <laughs> Just from Roll Call? <laughs> well, from, yeah, from the last, say, when was the last episode? Three weeks ago. Three weeks ago? Uh was let's see it's the exclusives really i haven't I, nothing recently since i've um in the um <laughs> ninja turtle stuff that you got me oh, okay so yeah I, I did get you some ninja turtle stuff when did pythona come in was that within that window yeah yeah you can say pythona <laughs> too okay because i'm obsessed with her she um, probably got hers before bell did get bell did too <laughs> probably got, you definitely got yours before i did Just, before justin bell yes <laughs> I'm in love with her, so that's yeah. Oh, I'm very excited. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I've been dumped already. It's not coming as a surprise, Chris. <laughs> True. <laughs> cool. And yeah, so the, what Ninja Turtle stuff did you get? I don't know what it was called. I should go grab it. Yeah, go but... grab it. I've heard that yeah. before as well. <laughs> it's in the other room, though. It might take me a second. But it's Donatello, of course, because. It's my favorite. See, I did well. You did do well, yeah. Um, I, I think everyone else, we should all leave the call a minute. Yeah, can I? Yeah, <laughs> can can we get some? Can we get some privacy here, guys? <laughs> and then, of course, um, you got me the Pez dispenser. Lols. And oh, oh, and then my favorite, you gave me the exclusive. Was it from last year of Red Wolf? Oh yeah, the Red Wolf from Rage and Spoon. Yeah, but I did end up stealing your robo skull let's just call it a, an even trade there okay. I can, I can do it. yeah so i've got the robo skull in my possession now guys <laughs> i was gonna wait until my what i got in but i'm just gonna go ahead and say that it's now in my you, possession Dave, i'll tell you why it's justified that chris has this because it's technically a scale for chris's head <laughs> you know what i mean because it's mad it's, it's mad. not big enough no it's not no Unbelievable. I know, Dave's so angry at that. Kate, not only have you disappointed me, <laughs> you've disappointed yourself as well. I, I'm looking forward to buying it on e eBay. <laughs> What's even funnier... Oh, there's one on there already. What's even funnier is the way I got, the way I actually got it, I was kind of like, oh, you know, you're not going to be able to 
carry that around London with you. You're not going to be able to get it on the plane. Like it's going to be really awkward. Oh, what a ball like. You're, be- you're better off. You know, I'll send it to you. I'll, s- I'll pack it up and send it to you. Like you're shipping really it to good you. on my mantelpiece. And as soon as she left the country, I'm like, you know what? That's that might as well just stay here. It's too expensive made, to ship. That's called, an, that's called an executive decision, right there. Exactly, bruv. So yeah, um, that is now in my possession, never to be seen ever again by human eyes. Yeah, cool. I also got you some other little prezzies, which you don't have to go into. But what was the wrapping on those prezzies? Oh, yes. You you custom made... Um, it was is all Action Force from the comics. Yes. With the with RoboSkull on there. Specifically RoboSkull. <laughs> I did not want to throw that away. <laughs> you but, convinced me to throw it away. <laughs> yeah, I did. So when, when, by custom made, you mean you, you basically took um, took some comics and ripped them up and then wrapped... <laughs> Did you colour them in, Chris? No, I didn't yes. know. I used the um, I used the screenshots of the colouring so project really on Blood for the Baron. Or thought clearly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if if if, if you're trying to brag about this, you could have actually put some effort into it. I know I yeah. should have done really. And, and carefully got your crayons out. Yeah, and not your purple crayon either. <laughs> purple, purple and pink crayon. Or the dog's crayon. <laughs> The dog lipstick. I did the whole thing in. A, I did the whole thing with lipstick. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's cool. Cool. So, um, moving on to Gary Godso. Yes. What have you managed to get in, sir? Well, I didn't get an awful lot. Uh, I was mainly there to sell, and we did a good job at uh, getting rid of some stuff. Cool. But I, I, I did mention I got the aforementioned uh, Thunderbird Two, which is amazing. I got that from Forbidden Planet in London. Nice. The weird story on that is it was marked down from twenty pounds to fifteen because it was a damaged box. Really? Yeah. I took it up to the register. And I was getting two other things, and I walked out and I paid. It was like it was thirty pounds was the total. And I said, I, "Wait a minute, the math in my head says that was more than thirty pounds." So I checked the receipt, triple zeros for that thing. They didn't charge you for the for the. They didn't charge me at all for Thunderbird two. Damn, they probably just wanted to get get rid of it. I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I'd hate to think someone got in trouble for that, but uh, they they paid me for the other thing I got, which I, I you'd think I would found them here in the states yet, but I haven't really been able to find them. I got the. Uh, Ghostbusters select uh, Peter Venkman figure. Oh, nice. And they charged me that. And uh, out just in case uh, Katie was being good, and she was, and uh, she wanted a Ray figure. And uh, for some reason, Ray figures are hard to come by here for whatever reason. So I found her a Ray figure uh, over there. The Resistance outfit Ray comes cool. to the lights. She likes that one. Now, other than that, the personal stuff, uh, I won the uh, Retaliation laptop bag in the uh, Ooh, auction. Nice. Once he said that, I knew I was going to win it. I didn't give a f- who was going up against me? I was going to beat them. <laughs> Not good work. Here's the thing, Gary. You were sat at the front. Nobody yeah. else was bidding. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. It's all going next year. <laughs> we, we, we just kept putting the price up. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to all go into charity. If it was for anybody else, I wouldn't be happy. Oh, well. No, no, I'm joking. Um, I think it was Matt, Paul, and... um, Yeah, there was two of them. Richard, wasn't it? (laughs) Um, (laughs) I was going to say, yeah. Never trust a person with two first names. Yeah. (laughs) Or two phones. Or two phones, yeah. Of course, of course. Of course. Uh, Also won the Marauders uh, package in the uh, auction. 
So I got two things from the auction. Nice. Got a Action Force Ram cycle. Oh, nice. I don't know what it's called, Action Force E's, but it was complete. I, I didn't find a coral to go with it, but I later found a coral on eBay to go with it. So cool, man. It's going to be as complete as complete could be. And Dave, for you, I got a red HAL laser. Lols. What's that? <laughs> with a red cobra commander red uh, i've not laser. seen one of those uh, you'll no, have to um you'll have to uh, uh regale me with some form of illustration so i can I'll, I'll un- understand what it is that you're talking about <laughs> Amazing. photo evidence yes and that's it that was pretty much it just had, had a good time hanging out with you guys you know first couple of days had a blast hanging out with you and then whitmore comes into the equation and it just it was great. It, it really was great. It was great to see everybody, and I'm, I'm happy that uh, all, if all goes well, we'll we'll see you all next year. Totes in Orlando. In Orlando <laughs> first, yes. No roll up roll call is going to be in Orlando, isn't it, Dave? That's the next step. <laughs> yeah, roughly coincidentally at the same time. <laughs> it was Joe Con. <laughs> With no signage either. <laughs> but if you send me the money, I will get you in. How much is a ticket? Seven hundred pounds. Oh yeah. <laughs> we, what should we do, Eddie? I mean, are we going five star or what? Let's go five star. Let's yeah. go five star. Nine hundred quid a yes. ticket. A little bit yeah. of systematic. Systematic. <laughs> yep. Let's do it. Amazing, Eddie. What have you got in, mate? Well, to be honest, Chris, I'm more interested in what you got. Again? In. Does that mean you no, got no, nothing I'm, I'm in? No, I'm really joking. No, I did get some hacks figures. Yes. Sweet. I- I came out of toy retirement. Which ones? Uh, oh, um, I got Stone Fist. <laughs> Lol. Uh, but that was the same. Um, I knew Chris was going to say Worst fleshlight yes. ever. Yeah, I got Anal Beads, uh, which was the other one. Uh, I got. <laughs> I got ri- a ripped up. Um, <laughs> Dare the boss fight people to name their fig- one of their figures Anal Beads. They need to. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I got ripped, ripped colon, which was the other one. <laughs> smashed helmet. Great. Smashed helmet could be Stone yeah. Fist's like, yeah, old like uh, like bad guy that he fights all the yeah. time. Stone yeah. fisted and smashed helmet. The Gorgon urethra. <laughs> I got that one. That was that was quite painful. Was uh, there one called penicillin too? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> That's for yeah. after you've had your dap ripped, according to yeah, him. your dap ripped. Yeah, it looked like a dead, <coughs> <laughs> looked like a dead horse on a railway line. Oh god! Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> All of this stays in. All of it. Um, what else did I get? I actually got um a, a, a quite a cool Rebel Alliance baseball jacket. Oh nice! You are total Rebel Alliance now, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I've got, and, but I did order. Uh, Everybody knows the Rebel Alliance doesn't play baseball. <laughs> They've got a team. They There's have, no crying in baseball. They have, they have a they have a team. I, I also uh, I ordered um, lightsabers for bats. A Chewbacca hoodie going to be here in a couple of weeks, and it's f-ing awesome. That sounds like yeah. a sex move. It is a proper sex move as well. Yeah, I'm definitely going to jail. The old Chewbacca hoodie. Now, yeah. now Eddie, I got a question for you. When the uh, when the Chris McCloud figure comes out, what strange things are you going to do to it? I'm going to buy it, and I'm going to smash it to f- pieces. <laughs> oh, wow. That's it, huh? Yeah. That's it. In a frenzied rage. Yes. He's he's going to perform a Chewbacca hoodie on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to push it inside myself. That's better. That's what I was waiting for. There you go. Side Sideways. <laughs> I'll, I'll st- 
You while won't steal it. Or still on the card. <laughs> <laughs> so is that all you got in, Eddie? That's that's all I got in. Awesome, Dave. Oh, cut off! Wow. I didn't. I <laughs> done. done. I was gonna say, go on, Eddie. Is there any more? No, no. Um, what you must remember, Gary, is that Chris still needs to have his turn. I'm not, I'm... <laughs> it could go on a while. Yes, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Um, just tell me what you're wearing and what happened and away we go. <laughs> wearing a pair of grey shorts. His teeth are so simple. white t-shirt that's too long for me. And... Oh, Jesus. And that's yeah. it. Got your boobies out. I haven't got them. No, they're out. They're in. They're tucked away. <laughs> they're tucked under my armpits, mate, right now. Cool. Uh, Dave, what did you get in, mate? Tit pits. <laughs> Arm tits. <laughs> Milk pits. Yes. Tits. What? Um, yeah, Dave, what did you get in, mate? Um... I was extremely lucky in the sense of... Said Dave never. <laughs> yes. Most of the, all, all the things I got pretty much were... were uh, uh, Despair, or, shame, or guilt. Conduits of uh, stuff via people, which was really, really cool, uh, both from Roll Out Roll Corn and um, uh, Star Wars Celebration. So, I brought you something. Yeah, go, going back to Roll Out Roll Call, as Gary mentioned, Gary brought me the um, the first wave of the figure subscription figures. Sitting on for four years. <laughs> yeah, so I finally got Quarrel. Oh, nice. Uh, which Gary's is like a- that. What, what don't I want? <laughs> <laughs> what sh- do I need to get rid of? So, oh, I, was, I f- hate I, this. I, I'll give it to Dave. Yeah, so I got a quarrel to open and a quarrel to have on card. So uh, that's really, really cool. So thank, thanks, Gary, for, for um, bringing those over. Um, and then also as an extension uh, from that, Nick Whitmore brought me some um, Lego polybag figures, which were really super cool. So I uh, got the A-Wing pilot, which I was like dead chuffed with. Um, so thank you very much there, Nick. And Kevin Watts via Darren Howlett. Uh, got me the NJCC Ultimate Spartan. Nice. My way, so that that was really cool. So thank you both, Kevin and Darren. And the story goes, I mean, Ke- Kevin wrapped it up in a in a pink box, and it just said "Day f***ing Tree" on it. <laughs> and did he, and uh, said, did he leave and, in said, one of his uh, trademark pubes in it. Oh, it, well, sweet. Well, he um he just gave it to Darren, and Darren's like looking at him, and he's like, well, "What's what is it?" And he's like, "I'm not telling you." And he's like. If I'm going through customs, <laughs> you got to tell me what's in this. Thinking it was like something, something untoward. Uh, so, so that was cool. So, thank you both, Kevin and uh, Darren there. And then the last thing I got at Rollout Roll Call, which was a, a, a an amazing and beautiful contribution, spearheaded by Gavin Chillstone. Um, was uh, a, a little guest book, um, uh, almost like memento of the show, and, and um, it, everybody uh, signed it. And there was an, even like an, a phenomenal sketch in there by Robert Atkins of Snake Eyes. Uh, but that was a, a really touching and, and most unexpected gift. Um, so that was uh, amazing. That sketch as well. Yeah, 
so so thank you to everyone in, involved on that that was like really really cool and um it's something that I, you know i'll always keep because you know it, it it's it's there's so much sentimental value in, involved with that so that was like um really touching so thank thank you to gavin and everybody involved on on that one he's a nice lad at star wars celebration i participated in a um, soggy biscuit yeah in, in a panel <laughs> there which uh, was all about um the influence of palatoy on on the distribution of star wars toys and why the the, the, the palatoy issue of star wars toys were different from the rest of the world and, and what the reasons were behind that and that was packed out panel I think the capacity was something like about 400 and they, they couldn't get anybody in, in the room. I'd like to say that was all interested in seeing me, but that's not strictly true because each time you attended a panel, you got a um, coin. So a lot of people were wanting to, to get the full run of the coins. Um, but as part of taking part in that, I got a set of those things and um, a display platform. And they're all like uh, based on the the vintage Star Wars toys, so that that was really cool. That was that was a gift from uh, the Star Wars Collectors Archive and uh, the team behind the uh, Collecting Track panel. Um, so that that was a very kind gift. I got a gift from Jason Joyner uh, as a result of helping him out for the weekend. Uh, I was I was like working both him him and his business partner Mark Willard's booth, which was all like vintage Star Wars toys, and there was there was a like just like a phenomenal amount of uh, high end vintage products there. I mean, it, it, it was it was a pleasure to work something like that without having necessarily the pressure from myself and just being able to like deal in this stuff but i got a framed proof of the russ manning daily newspaper strips and it's one of the very earliest comic depictions of um boba fett cool. which is really really cool he um he uh sort of rescues luke and then they kiss they go to try and yeah they try and rescue han and and it turns out that you know boba fett is really there to like get Han um, and deliver him to Jabba the Hutt. So that, that, that was really, and it's, it's beautifully framed in that. So it was really, really chuffed to, to get that. And then lastly, in the actual store itself, they had some glasses, some like beer glasses. And a couple of years ago, I had the pleasure, misfortune, pleasure, misfortune, still haven't decided, but to drive the actor Boba Fett all around Europe to get to the previous celebration. <clears throat> the actor Boba Fett. The actor, the the actual Boba Fett, the the, the, the actor, actor Jeremy Bullock, oh, right. um, and it was pretty intense and sexually or yeah, yeah they, well, they, they, they were in some tents. Yeah, yeah, it, it was. It, it was it, it, uh, we were in. in we, were, we were, we were, yeah. Did he show you his rocket? It kept f- shooting off and poking people in the eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, poking people in the eye, nice. But so, did he fall inside the star like the, pit monster? To so, time so, with the German theme, so, they did a, a set of like beer glasses that were all like themed around Star Wars, which were pretty cool, like sort of like beer steins. And then for Celebration Europe weekend just gone, they carried that on. So I bought a, uh, a pack of four of like these um, boozy Jedi sort of parody glasses, and they're, they're pretty cool. And I got like the the bottle opener as well. So so most of that was all gifts or like conduits fire people so thank you to everybody involved but um yeah that no, was very nice and last but not least what about yourself christopher uh, uh, not much this time okay yeah. bye chris so basically pythona 
got her, so that was that was pretty cool. What else did you get, Chris? Yeah, so Pythona, first and foremost, I've got her. She's unbelievable. And I believe Fred had a lot to do with her. Is, is that right, guys? Fred's involvement? Yes. Yeah, Fred sculpted the new parts for her. The torso, the new upper torso, the head and the hands. That's awesome. It's beautiful. So, well done, Fred. <laughs> um, no, she's unbelievably stunning like I, I love the figure i think she's a great you know depiction of the the, the movie character like the the deco is really sexy on it as well like it works really well the the actual kind of soft good hood cloak thing is really good as well it's just just smash that one out of the park would it be easy to say chris is probably the best um incentive figure that they've released so far ever it, it definitely fair to say definitely it's the I, I would go as far as to say it's the best figure they've released but anyway mm. um that that's probably on um eric and katrina a little bit as well but no it's <laughs> it's no like it, it just is a superb figure so i'm really really pleased with her then from rollout roll call i picked up a few bits a few a few bits so like a <laughs> load of hacks from uh, boss fight studios eric and katrina thank you a bunch of carded figures but then also the kind of like multiples really for the carded side of things i just wanted a few more army builders and then i also got all of the blanks and skeletons that i didn't get with the kickstarter all in so whatever i needed that you know they were filled in thank you guys you filled me in very nicely i also picked up from in demand toys because nick and mass haven't had a shout out yet oh no they did they did get a shout out when we talked about star wars celebration earlier oh well i picked up um masterpiece megatron and masterpiece star saber now megatron ugh, that was a tough tough thing to transform like i'm not sure if anyone's ha got the megatron from the masterpiece range but he's a little bit bigger than he's kind of in scale with the first optimus prime but other than that like he's he's too big for that line really but transforming him, bloody hell, that was like, you need like a degree in engineering to get that bugger <laughs> into a gun. But no, still pretty cool. Star Saber I haven't opened yet, but I, I've heard great things about him. On top of that, I picked up the exclusives, mainly off Kate. In fact, all of them off Kate. And obviously the three Transformers exclusives, I picked those up from Rollout Roll Call as well. Thank you, Dave. GI Force t-shirt from courtesy of Paddy Lennon. I picked up another Donatello from In, in, in Demand Toys, the classic set like the second movie collection one because obviously i gave the other one to somebody else you might have heard uh, i also got two more masterpiece figures it was the tapes so um frenzy and buzzsaw and rumble and ravage and a he-man power sword off dave all the cool stuff it's probably the coolest thing i've ever owned by the way <laughs> i walk around with it in the buff just like holding it aloft and trying to make cats turn into battle cat but it doesn't really work but it is amazing it's so cool uh, and a bunch of awesome bats from Red Laser's Army, which, um, yeah, were, are just so cool. Like, kind of uh, Red Shadows ones, Iron Grenadier ones. That they're, they're really, really cool. On top of that, from Rollout Roll Call, I did pick up a ton of prints from Robert Atkins, uh, Brian Shearer, and Ed Peary, who all do amazing work, I must say. Like, these prints are just solid. Um, some of the Atkins stuff is just mind-blowing as well. I also picked up um, from Morgan Lofting a signed Baroness picture and from Neil Ross one of his uh, pictures as well which he signed which is lovely we haven't got a chance to talk about them much but weren't they weren't all of them great oh they were fantastic I mean some of the panels were just so funny and we did we did that um, I, f I forget what it was called but I got the entire audience to kind of say it every single 
f***ing time. It's like this game show. What did I f***ing call it? What's my line now? Or oh, no. what, what did it? I say? Or No, it's like, who said what now? Who said what who now? Who said yeah. what now? And everyone would repeat that every single time. It was brilliant. And well, they, the good I news think... is, Chris, is I have the audio of it. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> I think Morgan and Neil enjoyed that. I think they, they had a laugh with that. They were really, really nice to chat to. And we saw them, uh, Kate and I did bump into them at the end of the show outside and had a little chat with them. And they were just really nice. And yeah, they were, they were cool people. Uh, and I think Kate loves Morgan. I, I, yeah, I'm a little in love <laughs> with her too. <laughs> so who, who doesn't love Morgan? She's Come amazing. She's so funny and like flirty. <laughs> like she flirts loads. <laughs> she is a flirt. I also managed to pick up some awesome Playmates books from like product <laughs> Playmates from uh, <laughs> like product catalogs uh, that had the Turtles, Toxic Crusaders, Barnyard Commandos, Dick Tracy figures, just loads of like the, you know, prototype turtle figures are in there and it, they are crazy. There's some stuff that never got released in there too. That was from Paul Hitchens from Space Bridge. So thank you, Paul, for those. Moving on to Star Wars Celebration. Actually, a couple of other things. I, I managed to get that diorama from Jim Godfrey mm-hmm. that was in what? the... It was at Roll Out Roll Call, yeah. He um, he basically what? was saying, I don't, I don't know what to do with this diorama. And I said, I'll f- have it. And he said, <laughs> okay. Um, so we, we agreed a price, which he definitely did not. That, you know, he just said this price, and I was like, no, it's more than that. There's no way I'm giving you that much. You need more money for this thing. So I bought that off him, and he dropped it off and met my dad, because I was obviously at Star Wars Celebration, <laughs> but he dropped it off to my mum and dad's house, and dad then had to deal with this massive diorama. So that's now in my um, barn storage room, which is it's, it's now like a centre display piece. It's amazing. I'll put pictures of that on um, on the Facebook page. So that's another thing I picked up from Rollout Roll Call, as well as the 12-inch Robo Skull as well, which I've stolen now off, uh, off Kate. Um, and yeah, uh, it's... Chris, Chris also walked away with the hotel as well. <laughs> I picked up a few like, robes. It's like, like Howard Hughes, but just gayer. <laughs> I, I nicked a couple of TVs as well. No. Um, so in Star Wars Celebration, I picked up Gold Megatron from Nick and uh, Mass in Demand Toys. And Gen- Mark Hamill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, General Hux and Eloasti from the Six Inch Black series. So thanks to those guys for that. I also picked up a really cool Leia Jabba the Hutt reversible watch from them as well. Proper... Cool gangster with a hologram on one side of Leia's face and the time which doesn't work because I need new batteries in it on the other side um, I also got a yoga mat for my Auntie Jan. Do you remember Auntie Jan, Dave? Auntie Jan. Auntie Jan. So I've got her a, yoga, a Yoda yoga mat because she loves Yoda and uh, I also picked up some amazing vinyl records from Celebration so they had the Kylo Ren Ray picture um, oh, I, I was so tempted by that. Oh, it was they so looked sexy. amazing. But did the, you get the hologram one? Well, the, I didn't get the hologram one, but I did get the uh, single that has the Kylo Ren and BB-8 on it, and they're like crazy psychedelic colours. Yeah. So I had to pick those up just for like being a bit of a vinyl collector as well. I, I do like getting the odd record that has like cool pictures on it. I did also pick up a few T-shirts from the Celebration store. I got an Empire Strikes Back and a Return of the Jedi one. Uh, they're really nice. And I also got his and hers. I love you. I know T-shirts. Um, one of those is heading to Columbia, hey, Missouri, right now. Um, Missouri, <laughs> <laughs> because that's obviously where 
Somebody Lives. And um, <laughs> I also picked up a Blocks magazine, which was the exclusive magazine that was being sold at In Demand Toys during Celebration a week before release in the stores, which was really cool. And then finally, I picked up... I went to In Demand Toys the other day, hung out with the guys... Um, did a bit more recording uh, for a little kind of thank you video which you can find on the internet for celebration and I managed to get Acid Storm and Sunstorm masterpiece figures I managed to get both of those and then also I've decided to collect the Avengers I need to get the Avengers now so I've got Hulk, Captain America, uh, Falcon and Bucky from the new two-pack that that isn't a two-pack I know they're amazing man I am so jealous of those last two because I want those badly here amazing I, I I was gutted because I wanted the Jim Lee Punisher as well, but he 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 had eight of them, but he pre-sold eight of them, so I've got to wait on that one. But he's getting more. Well, in. if if the Punisher was it looks it had the head sculpt of the actor that was in the Netflix show, I would be all over it. But uh, unless they're part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I don't I sure. don't get them. But I'm I'm like you, I'm I'm going straight for the Avengers stuff. I'm trying to build the team, but I've That's got what a I'm lot. To do, yeah. I've got a lot more to go. In fact, I have more than I have, so I need to get uh, Black Widow, Thor, Hawkeye. Iron Man, War Machine. There's a lot I need to get. I know there's some that you can get, like in a four pack from Amazon, that you can track down that has a uh, Hulk not uh, not hooked up. It's just Mark Ruffalo, Bruce Banner. Oh, wicked! Yeah, you, there's a couple that you can still track down if you're just looking for team members. That's I can show you later. Thanks, man. Yeah, send me pictures of your junk. Yeah. Um, and that is it for my what I got in. So um, not as much as usual, lols. And also Kate, I got Kate in. So <laughs> yay. You got her in what? Did, that was the best thing I got did, in, I think. Did you get did you get your words the right way around though, Chris? <laughs> in Kate. <laughs> Kate in. We, either or it works. <laughs> um so yeah. That what was, was the other way round that, that works, Chris? <laughs> yeah. Chris. Chris. Yes. What was the other way round? In Kate. Brilliant. <laughs> I suspected as much. <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant like it was a like it was hidden from you the entire time yes i just wanted to hear you say it to be honest <laughs> oh that's what she said right so we'll move on to shout outs so uh nick and mass id toys because they never get shout outs uh boss fight studio because they never get shout outs what's on joe mind because they never get shout outs justin bell for the news and reviews because he's just always on this thing and isn't he's on it but never on it i don't know it's weird yeah. dave did you want to kind of shout out any roll out roll call peeps yeah so <laughs> anybody and everybody who came to roll out roll call i thank you from the bottom of my heart it truly does mean a lot to me because of all the work and effort that goes into it it genuinely means a lot as does everybody who helps out as well People say that it's it's my thing and that that's not strictly true. There, there's a huge. I'm very fortunate to have uh, a lot of really amazing people help out in uh, various different ways and different capacities. Many months before the event, leading up, you know, sounding off ideas uh, and advising and helping in the creation of like uh, materials to help promote the show and then promoting it itself, then during the event it's uh, uh, running all of the uh, the staff who who uh, work in different areas the people who take care of like the panel room 
So uh, two of them here being like Chris and Gary put a huge amount and uh, ran that smoothly. And you had Steve Chafe, who knew, nobody knew other than Wayne and myself, who was the, the light and sound guy. He was uh, awesome. He was at Celebration and as well. Said hi to That's him. right. Yeah, yeah. Because he's, he's, he's one of the main Garrison guys from the UK Garrison. Yeah. Um, he does like Darth Maul and um, what have you. But, yeah, um, pretty I, cool. Gary, Gary, I showed you, uh, sorry, I, I showed Steve what you wrote about uh the feedback that you put about the light and sound uh and he and he was like so stoked about that um cool. he was he was really really chuffed but there's there's a huge amount of people that sort of put into this thing to make it what it is so you know again i thank you all from the bottom of my heart i do however in addition to that very much blanket overview i do have two people that uh, uh well hang on three groups of people that i want to give shout outs to number one dan beavis because he was the only guy that came up to eddie and myself over rollout roll call weekend uh, yes yes and told us that he liked us oh. on the full force <laughs> More and than not me Chris. yeah and 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 we were we were so chuffed that uh, uh, we shook his hand and gave him a big hug um, because no, nobody ever says that. Um, so, That's not so, true. So that, that, that was super cool. And then it happened a week later at Celebration with uh, a chap called James Cox. Yay! Um, yeah, I saw him. He was really cool. And uh, James was part of a, of a large group of uh, vintage Star Wars collectors who were purchasing vintage Star Wars figures in their little cellophane baggies that were like used for mail aways that were then in jiffy bags sealed and then on the jiffy bag it had a label saying what it was and we, we were like sort of around back and forth and the guys again so what is it and we're like it's a vintage figure in its baggie in a jiffy bag it's like but what's in it it's a figure in his baggy, in a jiffy bag. And in the end, I literally had to end up sketching this out because I was, you know, just taking the piss, really. Um, where, where these were all, like, uh, overstocked from QVC from, like, the late 90s. But um, James then, after all of this whole skit, then said, I really like the full force. And I was like, oh, I'll get a photo. So I got a photo of him. And then the other group of people from, from Roll Out Roll Call, and this is kind of like a, a, a sort of a big sort of blanket coverage, but like Andrew Mortimer, Paul Sewell, and Becca Allen from the Back to the 80s podcast. Those three guys all work on the podcast. They, they came along and Becca actually did an amazing, it was the first time she'd ever done Roll Out Roll Call. And she did a really, really super nice blog review about rollout roll call and she was like saying that her experience with conventions were always uh, the big style conventions where uh, they're very impersonal when you're you almost moved along like farm animals throughout the whole thing you you know you heard it through you don't sort of take your time and there's not much in the way of content either because it's just all stuff for sale or like autographs and she's not like uh, a G.I. Joe fan. She's she's very much more into other properties, particularly like Transformers. But she she just absolutely loved <laughs> it. And, and and by going to it, she bought her first G.I. Joe figure, and then ended up with a whole bunch more. And just really Atta loved girl. it. 
it, it, it was uh, it's, if, if you read it it's, it's really good because she was just like saying you know didn't understand some of this stuff but everybody was so super nice and Eddie someone, was there <laughs> that um, uh, it opened her eyes to this whole new new fandom and it, it, that was really cool to hear and then lastly Gavin Chilstone um, big shout out to him for his uh, what do you call it Vitruvian Dave or something like that yeah Vitruvian American Dave, Dave. American Dave, there you go. So every year, Gavin with another mutual friend, uh, Carl Riley. Carl Riley's an artist that does all the work for Farthest From. They get together and they do some kind of parody sketch. So the first time they did it, it was me done up as Bombardier. Which is awesome. With an elongated fill trim. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Adam Riches. Yeah, shout out to Adam Riches and Carl as well. Second year, it was me done up as Dungeon Master. And then this, <laughs> this year, this year it was me done up as a Vitruvian hack Spartan. You haven't done your Dungeon Master impression for him yet. Ah. He asked for that <laughs> on the spot. I can't even remember the day. line now. I'm so damn tired. Um, welcome, Barbarian. Ranger. <laughs> wow. Thief and acrobat. Who was that? That was Venger. <laughs> the forces of evil. Who are you? I am Dungeon Master. Your guide. In we the need Rom now. We need Rom. Dungeons and Dragons. Gong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Gong. Um, uh, but um, yeah, this year it was uh, American Dave, and then the colours were done by John Bulbove. So. Um, yeah, super cool, and uh, they were dead on in terms of how they look, so thank you very much. Awesome. Is there any of the Americans that are on the line, do you want to give any shout-outs at all to anybody? Ladies first. What about Katrina and Eric? <laughs> <laughs> I was quite enjoying listening to the car go past. <laughs> <laughs> it, it would just be the sat-nav talking. Yeah. I would like to shout out in this roundabout. <laughs> I want to shout out at this roundabout. Please take a left. <laughs> I don't even know where to start. Um, well, with Dave, obviously, for letting us come back like year after year and putting up with our, our demanding crew. <laughs> and the rider. Bunch of prima donnas. <laughs> Freaking divas. Rock stars. I think we're rock stars, right? Yeah, rock stars. Oh, we are. How dare he say such a thing. Um, and then um, everybody that helps out Dave over the weekend is fantastic whether they're waiting on us hand and foot or keeping things running smoothly or sitting in at our tables while we do panels or just being around and friendly yeah Carol, Peter, Stuart I mean everybody is so great to us every year and then obviously everybody that we spent a lot of time with and drank a lot of alcohol with or you know, two glasses of wine per night for Eric. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Quota. The Godzos, Chris and Kate, and um, Nick, Nick. Nick Whitmore for literally flying in for less than 24 hours. Wasn't that <laughs> mental? Now that's a jet setter right there. That's a jet setter. Yeah. That's hardcore is what that is. Everything Nick does is hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> um, Darren Howlett, who we hadn't met in person before this, but spent a good portion of the uh, the weekend with us was a lot of fun, and it was really great hanging out with him. Totes. Gavin, who has some great sketches for us as well, <laughs> and we can't. I actually can't wait to put mine in my office. Um, those are a lot of fun. I've got one to send to Kylie that I don't, don't think she knows about yet. Oh, that's cool. And of course, a huge shout out to Eddie for his uncanny aim 
when kicking Chris McLeod <laughs> in the nads. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. I f***ing didn't. I still can still feel the bloody thing. Oh, I missed this. Eddie kicked me in the nads from behind. Hard. Oh, was this like football in the groin? It literally went, yeah, I felt it felt like it. Um, it literally went into my throat. I've been picking out testicles from my mouth. <laughs> That's for normal. Most of them aren't his. Pretty normal for Chris. The only thing I would like is my shoelace back. <laughs> That's mine now. That's part of my body. At least I got to steal from you. Yeah, true. Right then. So, anyone else? Patty. We definitely have to thank Patty. He brought us wine. And Tini? What is that called? Something else that he made me drink a lot of I don't of know. Some, something of. Irish okay. and very, so, very... Very petrol. potent. Yeah. Petrol. <laughs> Unleaded. We call that moonshine here. Wife who was fantastic. Oh, she was extraordinarily nice. Yes. Miriam, yeah, she's lovely. I guess anybody else who came to our table and hung out with us—it's everybody. Uh, it's hard to pinpoint single names when we come. Yeah. Cool. Just while we're here, I, I, McLeod, Tree, Eddie. Uh, Shoutouts to Neil Ross and Morgan Lofting. Funny story about Robert Atkins. He and I lived three hours from each other, but the only time I really seen him is when we're at a convention a thousand miles away from our house. Uh, that's really funny. Um, <laughs> Eric and Katrina, uh, all weekend long. Uh, great to see you and hang out with you guys again. Big Ali G. Of course, big, no, no, no mention. I mean, you can't go without mentioning my dad. Of course, Big Ali G. <laughs> uh, we got Luke, got Darren, got Patty, got Brian. Uh, Gavin, uh, Gavin, I, you could have touched the man's excitement all weekend long. I mean, he was literally on a high the moment he walked in the door to the moment he walked out the door. I, I don't know how that guy does it, but he's he was incredibly excited for the whole weekend. Got John Hall, got my brothers from uh, Norway, uh, Bill Ledson, Paul, Matt, Paul, Luis, Jose, and Pedro, the guys hey. from Spain. Yeah, yeah. Spanish familiar. Uh, yes, uh, of course, Kate. And and you can't you know do anything uh, about say anything about uh, rollout roll call uh, without mentioning Nick Whitmore. It, it was such a good time, and I apologize if I forgot people. Um, I, I tried to get everybody. I absolutely did in the uh, in, my, in my Facebook post, but it was a really really great time. I have not had a weekend that enjoyable in a long time. So thank you very much, Dave. I really really appreciate that. Ah, oh, thank you very awesome. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like we also need to mention Brian Shearer. Chris Canada was with Brian at the time. We had good fun with those guys and, and Robert Atkins. John Paul Bove, Ed Pirrie, the guys from TF Nation who were there as well. Tim Brown, Dave Mentz. Um, Paul Goodenough. Eddie Tissington, Gareth, Dean, Dom, Rob, Stu. Oh, it, and in, term, in terms of the other uh, people who contributed Stephen towards Dave, the as well. So, um, yeah, Steve, Dave Mapes, and um, uh, Dave Newman and Adam um who, who who done panels as well um so thank thank you very much guys awesome i think we've mentioned everybody we need to so uh see everybody in june at jocon everybody oh, i'm there all right we yeah. got one commit eddie oh just two eddie you in <laughs> i don't know yet we come on we, we give it we've given you two more shots to go you gotta go to at least one <laughs> <laughs> wait for the next one we'll be in birmingham <laughs> well in birmingham could you imagine alabama, alabama though unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> That would suck, wouldn't it? It would <laughs> suck. <laughs> wait, wait, got some GI Joes. <laughs> That's not how they sound in the South. You just sound retarded now. <laughs> oh, right. I, I thought I was just doing a normal American. <laughs> Eddie, we have, we have Americans on. At least wait yeah. till they're not here. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> so what you're saying, Chris, is he doesn't need to sound retarded? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Chris, that's even more insulting. Oh, yeah, right. Jesus. I thought it'd be, be swung around this way somehow. Well, that... You've been swung around many ways, Christopher. Well, on that bombshell, uh, that brings us to the end of another great show. We hope you enjoyed it. Thanks to my co-hosts, Dave and Eddie, to Justin Bell for giving us the news and reviews, to Gary Godso, Eric and Katrina Aranya, the borrowers, and Kate Kirkwood for joining us for chats and fun. And to you, the listeners, full force. Right, that's the, that's the end bye, of that. Chris. Yeah. Bye, Chris. 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 Bye,